0: Home is behind, the world is ahead, and there are many paths to tread. Unlikely friends set forth on adventures throughout the Lone Lands. Their journeys will change the course of their lives and, perhaps, the fate of Middle-earth itself. This is The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Thank you for joining us for session number 11 of The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. It was 11, right, 11? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody looked at me like, is that It look like I got it right? Or is you're that i like... Talking. <laughs> okay, <again." laughs> uh, To find all the sessions of this game, you can visit happyjacks.org slash unsung without the the. Um, and to find all the games on the Happy Jacks RPG Network, you can go to happyjacks.org. Um, my name is Kimmy. I'm your lore master for this game which has just been fantastic. I love every moment of it. Um, we do, are using safety tools at the table. We have X cards in place. Um, we have an open door policy, and we've done lines and bales, and we check in with those regularly. And uh, yeah, so let's go around the table and let's introduce who we are tonight. Uh, let's start over here with Dave.
1: No, nah, It's my week. It's your week. <laughs>
0: Feel the power.
1: Uh, <laughs> hi everybody, I'm Kadaev. I'll be playing Hanar uh, the Dwarf uh of uh, durin's folk um who is just over the moon excited to meet uh, more elves like (laughs) he's become a huge elf fanboy in universe uh so yeah who knew who knew that was gonna happen (laughs) i didn't but uh that's the fun of the game oh and we're both he him
2: Hi everybody, I'm Jay and I'm playing uh, Burl Sausage Brandybottom, a hobbit of the Shire and also both of us, he, him. Uh, and I am excited to see just how many elves Sausage offends in this little romp through Miffland. It's
3: going to be great. Hi everybody, I'm Kai, I use he, they, and she pronouns and I'm here to play Erlind, the extremely nervous elf of Mifflind, uh, who uses he <laughs> and they pronouns. It's going to be great. We're going to do great
4: hmm It's going to be fine. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam. Um, I play Runa, uh, a Barding of Bree, who is a treasure hunter. Uh, both she, her pronouns. Um, and I'm definitely not going to get in trouble for climbing elven architecture
0: at all. <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> uh, uh. All right, so last time on the Unsung Tales, uh, you had opened up the pearl, and in it you found... Uh, Palantir, um, which is, uh, one of the seeing stones. If you saw the movie, they're those like crystal ball like things that are very scary and everyone's always afraid of them and freaking out about them. Um, so you'd found one that had been lost in the ocean ages ago. Um, the big angular fish that you guys fought and like had swallowed it and all that. Like, um,
1: from what I gathered, it never actually made it here to middle earth. To, no, to this, oh, to this.
0: Covenant, yes. This, no. No. No.
1: Like it, it started its journey, fell off the boat on the way here.
0: It could have. Well, there's also. Um, or there, did
1: it come here and then go back and come?
0: Uh, it depends on which one it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. When we, we don't know whose it is. Yeah, we don't and know whose go, it is yet.
1: They go back and forth. Then okay.
0: Um, they don't always go back and forth, but they do. They are moved. Okay. So there are some that came to Middle Earth and then were put on boats to move somewhere else, mm. especially as uh, the Numenoreans started splitting apart into multiple kingdoms and things like that after they came over and started Arnor. And then, you know, after the generations, people mm-hmm. have more than one kid, they start fighting, they want the kingdom, they split up the kingdom, people attack, things happen. Mm-hmm. So, sections of the world fall into yeah. the sea, you know. So mm-hmm. when you are in Middle-earth and you're moving, you don't just like throw it in a U-Haul, there's usually ships or something involved. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I am mean, yeah. I <laughs> uh, I just,
1: in my head, I, I was trying to figure out like if it had been here and, and left, or if I only saw it leave,
0: the one and you have fall into the sea. Um, I think your vision was specifically non-specific. Gotcha. Yeah. Planned. It was on a plannedly vague. <laughs> cool. um, so it was on a boat. Um, I believe you saw on the on the ship um, like humans, like men, um, and uh, yeah. Um, so you were carrying this around. You decided you're just going to have it, and after you all touched it, except for sausage. Still, still got a chance.
2: Dodge that bullet.
0: <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. Well, join us in Shadowpoint. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> um, <sighs> and uh, you met up with your patron, Leorin, last session, and uh, he freaked out. He, uh, yeah. he really freaked out. Mm-hmm. He, it had not even crossed his mind, even though he's seemed omnipotent. He was not. He did not expect that, and uh, you learned quite a lot about Leorin and. Mm. Uh, not a lot of specific answers given freely, but gathered a lot of information based on his reactions and what he said and what he knew of the Palantir. Um, And he said it was up to you what you did with it because he started to believe that there was some sort of uh, guidance or fate or providence that had brought this thing to you through the ages. And uh, so he washed his hands of making the decisions about it um mm-hmm. although he did say that he feared for your safety if someone were to see him through the stone so he, mm-hmm. he he said he would not accompany you um but he did send Ranyar with you so you have big floof dog who is very very good boy Goodest of the boys and uh he's with you and you have traveled down it's a like it's a very short journey and you had a very easy journey um cuz it's something that Erland has uh, done many, many times because it's your home.. Yeah. And we ended last session with you carrying the Palantir in its pearl case. Um, over the this rise and down you below you see um, the gray havens or Mithlond is what it's called in the elvish tongue. So it's beautiful. It's amazing. And uh, yeah. So Erland, how are you feeling about being home? so
3: unbelievably nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, Unlike everybody else where, you know, going to their home, I mean, I will say like, Hanar is a little bit also fish out of water at home, but like, going to Sausage's home is pleasant and lovely and exciting and going to Brie is always exciting. (laughs) Going to your, your mom and your grandma's house is always exciting. Erland has avoided going home for quite a while because... He just left. He just left.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: He was like, okay, I'm going for a walk. Mm. I just left. <laughs> so he's a little nervous. Uh, he He's dipped in and out a few times, but definitely um, is not behaving like an elf of his standing and
0: has not been for a minute. So it's a little awkward
5: mm-hmm.
3: to
0: return home. Yes. Um, so as you come over this rise, um, You see um, the light of the sun is glinting off the water and the ocean. It's stunning. Um, There are cliffs and pillars on both sides um, that kind of slope down into like a small... um, There's only a few areas that have beach, um, but they're smooth cliffs. They're not like the rocky cliffs we think of as like California cliffs. Mm. They're like beautiful, light, like almost white stone Um, that are topped, like, um, with vegetation and beautiful trees, because it is forest um, up until it's kind of getting to the beachy areas. Um, And it's almost hard to tell where this beautiful natural stone ends and where the buildings begin, because they look almost as if they've been carved by the waves themselves out of these cliffs. Um, Beautiful spires that very much mimic kind of the... The heights of these cliffs around them and the, the cliffs aren't just like straight cliffs they're kind of like these small like pillars of uh of rock and stone like like almost small mountains um if you've seen um there's pictures of uh it's guilin province in china where they have these like almost like ta- like pillars of stone of of rock that you go through. They're very famous. If you Mm -hmm. saw them, you'd be like, oh, yes, I've seen many pictures of those. Um, And uh, they're like that, except they're like smooth white rock that kind of break down. And you can see that the ocean's been beating at them for millennia, almost as long as the elves have been around. And uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. have been wearing at them. So some of them are shorter. As they get farther away from the ocean, they're a little bit taller. And on these, um, the elves have built this stunning, beautiful city. Um, This is one of the biggest elven cities still in Middle-earth. It is one of the last great cities. So there's this one, you know, there's Rivendell, you've heard of, because it's it's fairly close to Bree. Occasionally elves pass through from Rivendell, through Bree, coming this direction. A lot of times they avoid Bree. No reason, but their their final destination is the Grey Havens. The Grey Havens is basically the the place that elves leave Middle-earth from. So eventually every elf who decides to actually leave will come through the Grey Havens. Um, As you come down this road, it stops being kind of like the well-worn, you know, country road with, uh, you know, dirt, but it's like well-packed. It's very nice. And then slowly it becomes, like um, also you can tell that it's been carved out of the stone because you've gotten close enough now that everything's made of the stone. Some of the rocks have enough, like built up soil on the tops that things are able to grow. But this road specifically has been carved out. So it mi- mirrors that, that bright, not quite marble, but marble-esque. It's kind of like a mixture of, um, like a sandstone and marble, if you kind of mix those together. That would be kind of the look that it has. Um, and it goes down into um, these beautiful city with pillars that, in some ways, remind you of what you saw in a numinous, but a very different flavor of similar towers and pillars. So you can tell that eons ago... Um, one of these cultures <laughs> like, was inspired by the other.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: You know which one is which. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but um, but you can see that a numinous was very much inspired by the type of ac- uh, architecture and um, kind of culture that is here in the Grey Havens. As you look down, um, you see these beautiful ships, um, very similar to... In some ways, to what Ireland um, helped helped you build, um, there's a very similar style to it. There are these beautiful ships that look like giant swans, but not in like the clunky way you think of like okay, New York ponds, like <laughs> do yeah yeah like paddle and it'll popper like it, like they look like these are like f- like fleet ships like they very quick um, kind of like how you have the. The figurehead on the top and the front of like a um, a Viking vessel or something Mm -hmm. like where it looks like a mighty ship, even though there's these beautiful carvings and configurations on it. Um, And then like the wings go off to the sides and these beautiful sails kind of come out from there in a very different fashion than human sails. They human sails tend to go like straight up. Dwarves don't really sail.
5: Sorry.
0: Mm (laughs) No, I. Yeah, hobbits really are great with rowboats, but not a lot of sails. Um so uh, these sails almost like almost go at back at like a 45 degree angle, and they are they're very much in line with the rest of the carved figure of these swan boats. Um, and they're just stunning. They're like this beautiful light wood color, which is a little odd because you know that the wood that you send down isn't all, isn't generally that color, so they must treat it with something that gives it this beautiful look or painted or who knows? Elven magic. And, I. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh-huh. Erland knows. Erland yes. knows. Yes. Um, and there's this these beautiful, uh, like, there's some seagulls, but there's also this other type of bird that is a gull, but it has a lot longer, like, wings. And it has these, like, trailing feathers from its tail and the tips of its wings. And it has a little bit longer neck. So, um, and it has this beautiful cry that is much more melodic than normal goal cries, even though it's general, it seems in the same family of that. And those are just roosting like everywhere. Like in the tops of these beautiful things, you can see them like flying above. Um, They're like uh, flying in these big flocks that almost look like like little clouds flying about, but they're very swift and very uh, graceful. Um, yeah, and as you walk down, it's a normal, uh, like, kind of day. So you can see, there's some people you can tell have shops there. Um, there's not, like, hawkers, like usually you'd think of. Elves aren't like, hey, come try my fish. <laughs> you know, there's, like, beautiful signs. There's, like, music playing. Um, you do notice as you walk through, though, it's not as, like, populous as you would have expected a city this great to be. Like there are lovely homes and beautiful shops that are just closed. And Mm. it seems like no one's been there in a long time. They're not in disrepair, but you can just tell like, okay, that no one, no one's been in this beautiful home for maybe as long as some of you have been alive. Mm. So it's just a, a very sparse city. So there's this, as beautiful as everything is and as inspiring as it is, there's also a little bit of like emptiness. And a a true feeling of it being, kind of, uh, in not in decline but coming to an end.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: So, all right, you're walking through the city.
1: (sighs) I don't, I don't feel like the elves have like a cash economy, right? Like, I'm sure they do, but that's never something I thought of
5: before.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, they barter. Yeah, yeah. They also have. Lots of wealth. Like, they don't... They they do use coins occasionally. Um, They have minted their own. Uh, Most of the time, especially with uh, other races from Middle Earth, they would give... Or other species from Middle Earth, they would kind of work with whatever you've got. Um, Sure, sure. Yeah. With each other, a lot of times, it's more like, here's a gem. Here's Mm. this. More than, like, give me 40 pieces of silver. Things like that.
1: Yeah, it's just... It's not something that really ever came up in the films.
0: Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Right? Like, the elves are just like, we all just kind of live here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, you, it's not like there was a scene when they're coming into Rivendell where they're, like, going down the market lane, like...
0: Yeah. A bunch
1: mm-hmm. of elves are, like, out doing their daily shopping or something. Yeah.
0: It's it's mm-hmm. much more, um, like, communal, where yeah, you yeah. do your thing and everyone provides for each other, so... Sure. That sort of thing.
1: I just had never really thought about it until the way you describe people out doing mm-hmm. their daily business. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess... Not all elves are doing epic business at every hour. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> like, they, they don't just sit around looking like stunningly beautiful all the for time.
1: Momentous events.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Ireland, is there a particular place you want to go? Is there a particular place you'd like to avoid? Um, I think I would like to
3: give the shipyard a wide berth. Okay. Hmm. Um, and head towards where I think Lord Círdan would be found. Okay. We are
0: on an urgent errand. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, Lord Círdan, uh is one of the oldest elves in Middle-earth. Um, he has made it his business to see off every elf who wants to leave to go back to Valinor. Um, and he's pledged that he will stay and be, like, on the last ship. Um, he... Uh, uh, is very good friends with a lot of very important figures. Gandalf is a good friend of his. Galadriel, like he is one of the major figures in this in in the world at the moment. Um, even if you know very little of elves, you probably have at least heard of him. Um, he is notable because he is the only elf who has a beard. Oh. He has a very long beard that he is oh. very. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah. <it's> just he's going to go great. <laughs> yeah. And he is very proud of it and it is a thing of beauty. Um so that also kind of has him stand out. He is a uh, master shipwright. Um he as you've recently learned is one of the only uh openly uh, uh open o- owners of a Pellantier who uses it and has one. Um it's not like his but he is kind of its steward he keeps it in the white towers as you learned last session um yeah and he there is he he spends his, a lot of time in the white towers but he does spend a great deal of time here because he does see this as his most important journey or his most important duty is getting the elves safely back to valinor and that is his number one priority um And he helped train a good friend of yours, Mm -hmm. Harland of Midland, (laughs) um, who left without saying anything. Uh It's fine. It'll be fine. Uh, I did write ahead. I did tell him Mm -hmm. we were coming. Yes. Yes, you did. Um, So there is uh, one of the many beautiful towers. There's one that has um, this beautiful carving in the bottom of it um, that looks like the ocean, um, just like around the base of the tower. And then as it goes higher, you can kind of see, like, it, it looks like like tall waves and then something that's sort of the same, uh, the shape of, um, like, one of the, the swans taking flight as it goes up the tower. Um, and then at the top, you can kind of see, like, clouds at the top of the tower, kind of, like, mm-hmm. carved in the stone up there. Um, and that is where Erlen walks up to.
2: Are, are you noticeably nervous? Or Or...
0: I think, yeah, he, he
3: he has a tendency when he's nervous to get very quiet and not fidgety, whereas the rest of the time when he's distracted, mm-hmm. he's, like, touching mm-hmm. stuff and fiddling with stuff mm-hmm. and very friendly and outgoing yeah. with you all, and this time he's been, like, very serious business, very quiet.
2: Okay. All right. I'm going to take that as a cue that I should also be, like, you know, kind of still and straight. I'm walking through. We're walking through, and... and You know, I've been using my my spear as like a little walking stick. And then we hit the roads and we hit the halls and and the streets of of the city. And I realized that I I become self-conscious. I'm going, tank, tank, (laughs) tank. And I I just quickly pull it up and put it on my shoulder. I fidget with it for a little bit like I don't know what to do. You know, like, uh. And then I end up settling it on my shoulder. And then, uh, you know, I I just turn to you and I say, all right. And I suppose we'll take our cues from you.
3: That's not the right. I, um, yes, though so you are welcome to speak freely. Mm. Um, but obviously, with the greatest respect, he is one of the eldest elves and living beings in our world.
4: Great. Right. On my best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eyes at the tower suspiciously.
2: I take a little brush and I brush my little foot hairs, you know, oh, like, you know like tidy so myself cute. up, and tidy my hair up oh. and then uh, oh, get ready to go.
3: Um, yeah, and Ireland's going to straighten themselves up,
5: mm-hmm.
3: feeling a little bit more um, with everyone instead of just walking down a long, slowly telescoping Hitchcock hallway <laughs> forward, uh, in, oh.
0: and is going to knock. Um, So we're going to pause there for just a moment and we're going to do a flashback Mm -hmm. to what was in your letter. Yes.
3: (laughs) Um, This letter, I'll read it to you in the common tongue. Okay. Um, My lord Círdan, my dwarven companion, has had a unique means to see. sea being underlined, Larlin and Telperion. We ride swiftly to the sea and to the stones, underlined, Of Mithland, seeking your counsel. Namariye, my lord, Erland.
0: All right. Yeah, that is definitely going to get attention (laughs) very well. And uh, Kyrdans is actually, uh, though he is one of the great elves and he's actually incredibly tall, even for an elf, he's so tall. Um, He's actually never left Middle-earth. He's never seen the trees. So. That would be definitely something that he would be very interested in. Um, So uh, you cut back, you just knocked on the door, Um, you hear footsteps, um, and a very, very short for an elf, still very tall for most of you here, Um, uh, young looking, um, you know, she's young for an elf, she's not quite as young as you, um, but much younger than most of the elves who are still here, uh, opens the door. Oh, <gasps> Erland! Oh, uh, you're, you're here! my go in. Uh, and, um, her name is Tyndale. Um, you didn't really know her. She was, um... Uh, she was working, uh, she kind of does more of like the book work mm-hmm. um, for Kierden. She helps, um, you know, make sure we tally the number of uh, the amount of lumber that's coming down and all the things, how many people are doing this, how many sail workers we have, all that stuff. Um, and uh, she has um, like very, very uh, dark skin with like a bit of a, a reddish tinge. Almost the color of like uh, like redwood bark, mm-hmm. um, but it's very smooth and um, hair that uh, starts off very dark, but then like uh, pales to a, like almost a white color um, before it, it like reaches the mid of her back. Um, and she's just wearing like a simple like white dress, which is of impeccably beautiful cloth, but it's elven casual wear. It's like, okay, this is what I wear. on. Casual Tuesday to work hmm. with Kierden. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still
4: fancier than anything, Ruto. Yeah, yeah right?
3: for sure. All of us in our beautiful, like, ocean
0: colored tilts. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Um, uh, Oh, Lord Kierden had mentioned that I should be on the lookout for you since you'd written a letter. He seemed very interested in what you had written. And you can tell she, like, doesn't know is in it and would like to know. Because, mm-hmm. uh, it elicited a very large reaction from Lord Kiernan.
3: Yes, uh, we've come
0: seeking his wisdom. Um, is he within? Uh, he is not. He is down at the docks right now. Uh, would you uh, like me to accompany you down to find him? Yes, uh, that
3: would be lovely. Thank you, Tyndale. Yes. Um. Oh, oh. Uh. Oh, these are my traveling companions. Oh. This is Runa of Bree. Hello. Uh, hello. Brandy Brandybottom, the sheriff <clears throat> of the Shire. Uh, Michael Vannin.
0: Yes, uh, you are a hobbit, are you not?
3: I am indeed.
0: Well, this is delightful. Well, it is oh. May Oh, May Govannin. Yes. And <clears throat> my delightful dwarven companion, Hannah. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, met Master Dwarf.
1: Well, thank you for your hospitality.
0: Uh, yes, well, I mean... You have a very uh, interesting traveling group, uh, Erland. I I had heard that uh, you had decided to to wander Middle-earth, and I thought perhaps it was alone in reflection, but this does not seem quite the group for reflection.
3: It would be a, a great shock to many to learn that reflection is aided by those around you
0: very wise words indeed i will contemplate that interesting um but yes let's away to master Cairden. and she starts walking down the street and shuts the door behind her um and as you're walking uh she greets some elves on different side there's a lot of like kind of curious looks uh (laughs) What? This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. Um, travelers come through here, so that's not odd. It's the fact that the two well-known students of Ciaradon are walking with this motley crew. <laughs> that is a little bit uh, of note. Uh, so... Uh,
1: yeah. Hannar keeps falling behind because he stops to like every elf that like stops and and looks. Mm-hmm. He stops to give like deep bows. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. he goes down the street, I was I'm gonna like,
2: say every time I make eye contact with somebody, yeah, I, I use that new greeting that I just learned.
0: Yeah. Very nice, very subtle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're leaving a uh, trail of very amused elves. <laughs> We're <like the> <laughs> Every time,
3: I think probably by the third or fourth time, you both bow and you say, My Govanen. Yeah. Erlin just can't help it, but just slowly starts to crack a smile, even though he's been so serious this
0: whole time. Yeah. Um, and everyone is incredibly polite about it. Like, nobody is laughing at you. It's very, like, they are delighted that you are deli- that's delighted to be here. Um Elves are very used to being treated with suspicion or resentment because they live forever. Um, different groups uh, are jealous of that for many reasons. Or and 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 over the years, even though they've done so much for many of the peoples of Middle Earth, um, they are now uh, since they are leaving, a lot of resentment has brewed as well. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of that mixed in. So having strangers come here with just wholehearted delight and like just kindness and and warmth is a nice change for them um so they're amused and smiling and uh you get some uh some of them oh and they'll hand you things like you'll get um like little wrapped pieces of bread or oh. things like that um it's, it's a little odd, probably, for those of you who are from, like, very busy cities, which is, like, all the three of you, honestly. Um, there are no children. It's me.
3: The child. Yeah, you heart. are. The- <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Right. Yeah, Ireland is the child. So it's not something that you probably notice right away, but after you've been walking through the city mm-hmm. for a bit, it's just one of those things that you're suddenly like, oh, yeah. And you know why that makes sense, mm-hmm. but it's just something that... Yeah.
1: out of character. Is that like a choice thing, or is that like
0: a? uh partially. Um, elves like, have children very rarely, so right. when uh like Legolas in Lord of the Rings is one of the youngest Absolutely elves. Absolutely the youngest. Yeah, he's <laughs> such a baby. <laughs> yeah, he's such a baby. It's just because like when you live forever, you only gen. You know, and elves uh, tend to have one. Maybe two children. Mm-hmm. A lot of if they have two children, most of the time it's because they had twins. Mm-hmm. Um, and or things. Be like Elrond and have three. I have three. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's half elven though. That's true. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so this is just part of like their culture, and they can. There is like a little bit of like magical choice. It is known that in dark times, elves don't generally have children um, because mm-hmm. they kind of like wait and like during war and things like that. Um, so so it's just something that happens very rarely, especially now that so many of them are planning to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably will have children, and they're like, why not wait until I'm in paradise to have children in the paradise? Um, That's fair. Yeah. Fair, yeah. I, just,
1: I didn't know if it was like a...
0: An ill-tiding? A, yeah, like yeah.
1: A child can't go, they'd have to wait here oh, until they're old oh, enough, yeah. or oh, I didn't no. know if there was anything There's like that. There's not
0: a lot of elves that were born in the third age. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're all kind of planning to leave. Um, sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, you're packing for a trip. You don't have time for.
0: It. Yeah, <laughs> for, there's a lot of that. Yeah,
3: One last packing thing to for three hundred
0: years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, that's just one of the small things that you kind of. Like, again, like, right off the bat, you're not like there's no children, but like you're, after a while, you're like, oh, these are just interesting. Just I think interesting.
1: I probably try and return the gifts with my rock candy I give the kids. Oh. Like, <laughs> if anybody hands me something, I'm like, oh. And, like, fumble in pouches and pull out whatever oh I can find. Really, like just, Here's... Thank you.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then I put something in another pouch. And...
0: I love the the thought of, like, in your wake, there's, like, holding these stones <laughs> that they know are not real. And then they, like, smell them. And then they're kind of, like... And they lick them. And then they kind of <laughs> grin at each other in delight. Like, it's sugar. <laughs> um, so there's just all these delighted elves behind you. Um, what are some of the things that you notice and like you can kind of like say what you notice and I can like fill it in or if you have an idea to add it. Um,
4: I think Runa is busy trying not to appear nosy but like desperately side-eyeing all of the buildings like what's in there what's Uh up there that looks fun to climb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah you definitely notice um, there are things here that are in your grandmother's, like, archives and, like, libraries that are as, like, ancient treasures that are being used in day-to-day use. (laughs) Like, beautiful, incredible, like, tools and just, uh, like, these amazing, like, writing implements and different things just about that you're like, oh, that's just, oh, and it's, it looks brand new and it's still being, oh, she's, she's using that and just to work. Okay. That's what that's for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so things like that. So there's, uh, it's it's technology, but it's not technology as we think of it today. But it's mm-hmm. it's a more advanced, um, like, culture than a lot of what is left in Middle Earth at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, even the humans, as we talked before, have lost a lot of what the elves still have. Mm-hmm.
2: So. I think I'm going to notice how pristine kind of everything is you know it's not like Bree or michael delvin where there's sort of just a sheen of of you know uh pastoral like a pastoral quality mm-hmm. or or uh, uh an agrarian kind of quality to everything mm-hmm. just everything looks pretty elegant and um uh you know breezes blow up and you know clothing kind of blows beautifully in the wind and it's just I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm struck by just how, I'm struck by how different everything, like beautifully different everything is.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm also being put a little more at ease by kind of how, like when I greet somebody and they don't turn their nose up on me and they give me a little something,
5: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I, I'm, i I'm kind of amazed at that, you know, just sort of that. And then I turned to Runa, I'm like, Runa, Runa, they give you stuff, they give you stuff. <laughs> give them a, a They give you, you stuff into that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, here, here! I'll give you a few of the packages, like you know, a few of the breads that I got. Like, oh, I love this bread. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, greet yeah, them. They give you stuff. <laughs> oh,
0: I was just thinking <laughs> in the window.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs>
0: amazing. Completely,
2: you know, oh. culture shocked.
0: <laughs> um, as part of that, you notice that, uh, and apart from there not being like children, there's also not really animals. Oh. Like, mm. there's there's some beautiful horses and things like that um, in stables, uh, and uh, they, they, they remind you of uh, kind of that first night um, when we were traveling and you met Nenilani, oh. um and the horses that yeah. they were using for their pilgrimage to the Grey Havens. Um, so there are a large number of beautiful horses that are here,
5: because...
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, horses don't go over to valenor <laughs> so uh, they're they're here but that's kind of the only animals you're seeing and you're used to even in like the big cities like brie and things like that like people that drive hogs yeah, through the streets or they've through. got dogs and things like that um is with you which is also getting a lot of notice um not so much like like he's a very large dog but also like oh Hobbits and humans have dogs, so it makes sense <laughs> that he's with you. So he gets—if if it had just been Ireland with the dog, that would have gotten a lot of, like, what is I, happening? I would have gotten <laughs> so many looks. Yeah, <laughs> but they're, like, oh, look, they have they have a dog. Like, like people are interested, but it seems like that's something people expect from your other cultures. So um,
2: You mentioned that there are just shops or, like, providers mm-hmm. of goods and services. Um, do they have— Things like like wet markets, or you know,
0: not um, that you're not that you're seeing. Okay, see uh,
2: that's that's unusual too. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, people plying chickens and 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 geese kind of hanging from a wall or something like that. Yeah, none no, of that. Not,
0: wow. Yeah, a lot of the things that you'd notice you've been given are um, like they don't include meat. Yeah, or mm. animal products. Um, they they do eat meat, um, mm. but they tend to be much more um, like on the vegetarian, especially here by the ocean, they're very pescatarian. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of fish that they eat. And you remember that from your uh, other little adventure with um, the elves, uh, with Gwahir. Gwahir? Gwahir. Gwahir, okay. That's an R. Um, And uh, a lot of that. Um, So you do, like as you get closer to the harbor, you do see fishing vessels. Mm -hmm. Like, stunning vessels with this like incredibly intricately braided net like mm-hmm. netting like that almost looks like pieces of art it looks more like how um the the hobbits hobbit uh women like braid their hair mm-hmm. for like beautiful festival days like intricate braids that weave in and out of each other mm-hmm. um that is what it kind of reminds you of when you look at it and mm-hmm. it's just it's very different than the regular uh kind of like right angles uh, Funch, with
2: functional fun- kind of exactly. bare bones netting with like
0: <laughs> some like fixes and mends in it yeah. and stuff like that it, it looks beautiful what's this salty smell here anyway it's the sea
2: what
3: oh right the sea don't drink the
0: seawater
2: don't drink
3: all right okay all all right
0: thank you for the warning ranir don't drink the seawater <laughs> <laughs> ranir I- looks at you like
4: of course I know.
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my first time at the ocean.
4: Okay, just making sure. She speaks to him like conversationally. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he gives back looks that make you feel like he knows what yeah. you're saying. Mm-hmm. The um,
3: the sea is salted, unlike some food.
4: Sounds delicious.
2: <laughs> you sure, you can't drink it.
4: I wouldn't. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. elves know.
3: I've. Don't it, don't.
4: <laughs> oh, I definitely want to hear that story.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, that's great. That is great. I love it. just like a bunch of teenage elves sitting around like, drink it.
5: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> <laughs>
0: All right. And Hennar... What is the thing you notice as you're walking through the city?
1: I think Hannah's specifically looking for, like, a jeweler? Like, someone that makes cut gems or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if it's not on this road, that's totally fair. But, like, that's what he's keeping his eye out for. Okay. Uh, But aside from that, he's mainly focused on the people.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? Like... Yes, it's all impressive stone carving, but we just had an impressive stone carving adventure in Enuminas. And this is different and it's beautiful, but it's also these people's home. So it's not like he can be like, oh, can I just borrow that brick and send it home so people can look at how it's done? Like, that's not what he's looking for. It's more like he's fascinated by all of these elves here Mm because, you know, in his whole life he's only met like three. Uh, so it's it's a lot. Uh, and they seem so polite and happy that we're here. And I think he was expecting to be shunned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not that he's had that experience with airlines, but the reputation in general is that, you know, elves, they're kind of their own thing. They live in their fancy tower mm-hmm. and the rest of us are just mucking around down here and... <laughs> So, like, he was probably pretty worried that he'd get there and they'd all be like,
5: is that a dwarf?
1: I don't know. know." Um, Especially since he's trying to be as polite and impressive as he can be. Like, Mm -hmm. he wants to try and... That's why he's trying to give back presents as he goes. Like, he doesn't know any of these elves, but they're all very important in his head. Like, they all are on some kind of super important journey that he doesn't know about yet, but he wants to learn more. So
0: very nice um there isn't a jeweler specifically on this road, um, but it's a large enough city and you do see people wearing like impressive pieces um as a dwarf, even with one uh who isn't as talented as other dwarves in uh actually like using uh stones and, and metals, um, you can see that they're from a number of different places. So there are some that you can tell um, as more stuff that you've seen on elves as they've gone through Bree from Rivendell. Some of it has an aged look to it, still very carefully taken care of, um, but then some of it looks newer. So you can see... Like, the age of the elves almost by, like, the jewelry that they're wearing. Um, and uh, all of its stunning quality. Um, and every once in a while you do see pieces that you think, is that, is that beautiful dwarven work? I, I'm not sure. But mm. maybe it's been brought here by trade. Maybe an elf was inspired by something that they'd seen or heard of the dwarves. Um, but there's definitely a little bit of every once in a while you're like, I, I think I know that flavor a little. Um, but absolutely, if you, if you'd like to seek out a jewel smith, um, it is something you can very easily do. That
1: after, mm-hmm. like, I'm not making a side journey right now.
0: Yeah. You're just, you're just too close to the harbor at this point. I probably should have started with you because if we'd started with you. No, it's totally, totally. <laughs> okay. Like, I didn't expect
1: like, oh, well, this is obviously the street that has every vendor on it <laughs> in a city this size. So, right. Yeah.
0: You're on the dock, there's a ship that happens to be selling jewelry now. <laughs>
1: um, it's just a bunch of elves that have like a flea market, <laughs> yeah. It's of boats, <laughs> a floating yeah. market, yeah. <laughs> It'd be awesome.
0: Um, so as you're getting closer to the harbor, uh, the, the buildings, um, kind of uh, space out a little bit more. Um, it now starts being more, um, the large they're not warehouses, but they're very large. Um, mm-hmm buildings that are built over um, sections of water for the building of these mm-hmm. amazing ships. So as you walk by, you hear um, the crafting and hammering and sanding and sawing and that comes with building these amazing ships. Some of these buildings have um, people who are sitting and weaving cloth, um, that they're using for the sails and you can see them um, kind of sewing, weaving the cloth and then sewing it into the correct shape for these boats. Um, and you can just kind of see the whole process here. And you realize, like, these boats don't come back. <laughs> so every boatload that goes has to have a new boat. It's <laughs> a lot of boats. It's a lot mm-hmm. of boats. <laughs> um, so they're not uh, there's not like the elves who are like going and bringing them back every time. So, um, and so they're having to, to to make them all new for each group that goes, and uh, this process going there. And as you get closer, there's like these very long, beautiful docks that you can see. Um, they've got these um, sort of lanterns on the sides that come up about three feet. Um, they're carved of wood, um, and they have like these beautiful. Uh, almost crystal it's it's a formed glass but it's made to look in the shape of a crystal that if it were nighttime you could tell were were meant to be lit with some sort of oil or something like that um and they're like every eh, like eight to ten feet down the dock on both sides and then in between there are these very large um like if you like pegs they're similar to what you'd see on a dock nowadays where it's like it comes up oh the cleats yeah the Mm -hmm. cleats Mm -hmm. thank you um But these have almost like a twist to them Mm. that then branch off in two directions, Mm. almost like a tree or something like that. They're they're almost organic in their design, Um, and they're incredibly strong looking. Like you can tell that, like like any boat that is moored to this, the boat's probably going to break before this (laughs) cleat will. And it all just has like this this very unique styling as you go down. Um, And these boats are on both sides. You can tell. some as you get to the end of the dock, they kind of push the boats along. So they start in these large buildings. They go to the next one. Okay, this is where they attach, you know, the masts here. Okay, now the sails get tight on here. And at the end of the dock is where like the ready ships are. So there's about six ships. There's like three on each side that look like they're about ready to go. Um, and as you get closer, you can hear you, there, there's there's workers almost like bees, (laughs) like all over the different ships, um, listening to commands, and you can tell that there is this very tall elf in the middle of the the dock with his back to you, um, kind of like calling out commands, not barking them, but just like, please da-da-da-da, and, you know, hoist that higher, please attach, you know, the masts must not give, and just like all these things, and All these elves are just immediately, like, heeding what he says. Um, And uh, almost in in anticipation of what he says, it's like they've been doing this for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Shocking. (laughs) Um, And that is we're walking up, Ireland, and it is very clearly Lord Kieran's back that is to you.
4: (gasps) Is that him? Yes. Okay. Oh, no pointing. That's (laughs) (laughs) probably
3: (laughs) <laughs> Will you all stand shoulder to shoulder with me?
2: Course. Of course.
4: One shoulder two. to hip in my case. Yes. Runa takes that literally and is like next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Shall
3: we
0: then? <laughs> um, As you get closer, you can see uh, him kind of stop. And you can see him kind of tilt his head a little bit, <sighs> and he goes quiet for a moment. And everyone's still working; like it's not like everyone's turned and look at you. They all obviously know what they're doing. They probably don't even need him to be giving them co- like orders or commands. They just know what to do. Um, he turns around, and you see
1: <laughs> the shipbuilding version of a really good orchestra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They all know what they're doing, but there's just a guy up front waving things around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Especially after he's been he's done this so many times. Yeah, with they're them. playing the same piece of music every, every day, day <laughs> for thousands of years. Yes, um, and uh, uh, around turns this very tall, very uh, regal-looking elf, um, but still seems approachable. He is not of the same ilk that you saw in your visions, Hanar. He is not this otherworldly super being. Incredibly tall, very clearly an elf, um, ageless, has a magnificent beard. Long, beautiful, flowing, like goes down into a very nicely small braid at the bottom just to keep it nice in the wind because he's out in the wind a lot of because of the ocean. Um, and it's uh gray. it's a it's a little bit of gray that then goes down until like almost pure white. Um almost it's interesting because he's wearing this tunic that is a, a mix. it kind of fades between like dark blue and then kind of goes down to a lighter blue to almost like a green at the bottom almost if you were looking into like Mediterranean waters. Mm-hmm. At different depths, that's what his the colors of his clothing are, and um, different small sashes and things, and beautiful embroidery like little gold, um, like uh, edging things like that, um, and his beard almost at the bottom, like almost has like a little bit of a bluish quality to it, like it goes to pure white, and then almost just a little bit so white that it's almost blue, and you're just like, oh, okay. Um and he look. he's tr- he's looking very sternly.
3: Erlen bows his head, not at the waist, just shoulders up, bows his head. Hierneen.
0: As Erlen's bowing, like when Erlen's head is down, He looks at the rest of you, and he gives you a big wink. (laughs) 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 But then, like, immediately goes back to being stern when Erland, like, brings his head up. Erland, Megavonin, welcome back.
3: Megavonin, thank you for being available.
0: Of course. I will be here until the last elf leaves this land, which right now... It's not impossible that it may be you, considering how you've been wandering. Yes. Without even saying goodbyes. I knew you would be here. That's not a good reason to not say goodbye.
3: Of course. My, my, my apologies. I was cold. I understand. These are my traveling companions. This is Bruna. And Bo, and Hannah, and um, Hannah is the one that um, has seen what I wrote to you.
0: Oh, indeed. You can tell, like he's still trying to be very serious.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And the only reason the three of you know is because he gave you that that wink. Like if you didn't know, like you'd be oh, okay. This is a very serious, mm-hmm. very wise, very serious elf. And Erland uh, is all in on that. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, like, he, he's he been doing this to students for ages. <laughs> so he can totally do this serious teacher look <laughs> while he's, like, giggling inside. And he did, suddenly takes a very deep and gracious bow to the three of you. Welcome to Mithlin. We are honored to have you all here. Very carefully looking at everyone except Erland. Perhaps we should uh, find a place to discuss the events that have happened.
2: Oh, thank you, Lord Elf of the
0: tall stature and downy beard. Like, his eyes are just sparkling. Like, just, like, sparkle, sparkle, sparkle eyes. Just, like, he's so delighted and so, just, like, only only eons of practice are keeping him from just being grinning. And Aralyn is heavy breathing, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to be so calm,
3: and just like, this
0: is fine. Yes. <laughs> Let us return to... Uh, the tower, if you would.
4: Thank you, Lord Kierden.
0: Uh I assume he looks at uh, Tyndall. Uh, that they just came from there, and she just like nods. She she also like she saw the wink, and she doesn't know what to do now because she doesn't want to <laughs> give it away, and she's like just like awkward. She didn't like. Yes, I'll do nothing. I'll just stand here petrified because I don't know what to do. Why don't you run on ahead and uh, prepare some refreshments, Tyndale? Okay, okay, yes, I'll do that. And she looks straight at Erland and's like, oh gosh, I'm gonna give it away. So she like looks down again, <laughs> <laughs> like awkwardly, and then, like, not skitters, but for an elf, it's skittering. It looks like beautiful, graceful, like a deer <laughs> like prancing and leaping through a, a meadow. Um, but to elves, it's like, oh, she, oh, she's in a. We speak the same language. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> little bit of a hot mess there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you uh, uh, head back up uh, at a much more leisurely pace. Like he is taking, kind of taking the lead, um, and he's as you're walking through the city, he's pointing things out to you like a tour guide almost. Um, more, you can tell he is a teacher. Like he likes teaching things. He likes explaining things. Um, he loves that the three of you don't know anything about any of this because <laughs> he's not used to that. Um, so he's like explaining different parts of the architecture and why these were put here because he was here when it was all built, um and was in fact, in charge of all of it. <laughs> um, so this is this is his city. This is his place. Um, and you can tell, like he's just kind of glowing with pride. Um, but also you can tell as he's, like, reminiscing and telling you things that, um, it's not a sadness, because he is not sad that the elves are leaving Middle-earth. He is glad it's happening. He believes in it. He looks forward to leaving one day when his, um, like, sacred task is what he sees it, is over. And, uh, so as he's, we're walking through, he tells you things, but you can tell, like, there were times where this was very bustling. Mm -hmm. And... The the stories he tells are of a kind of the the pinnacle of of this place. And that is kind of past. And he, he has a nostalgia.
2: It's sort of a wistfulness to, yeah. you know, to this. You know. He
0: misses his friends who are gone. Mm-hmm. He knows he will see them again. Um, like for certain. It's not like a religious maybe. Like mm-hmm. he knows that they're, they're there. Like they are still there. Like they are. Um, I want to make this super clear, like, while Valinor is like heaven, it is not, people are not dying. They're literally taking a trip. It's called it's, the
3: Undying Land. Yeah,
0: for a <laughs> exactly. So this is not, um, well, there's a little bit of the flavor of people who believe, like, in an afterlife and they'll see their families again. This is much more assured. Like, no, I will see them again mm-hmm. soon. It's going to be a little while, but I also will live forever. So it's not that long. That sort of kind of... Uh, Interesting what? wistfulness
1: what's the elf general belief about like elves that die the
0: oh. el- yeah elves um I mean, that... just the super short
1: version yeah, I'm no, no, sure that's... it's probably very complicated but
0: <laughs> nah, not, <super. laughs> not really uh, elves oh, okay. who die go to the halls of mandos their spirits who go there and eventually they are reborn so um
1: so they just queue up to be elves again
0: basically mm-hmm. um, okay um there are a few exceptions. Those are very sad stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, you go to Valinor in your body or you go to Valinor out of your body and are eventually like brought back. Um, so unless you decide to stay in Middle-earth and then you will, yeah, <laughs> and then you will become mortal. Mm. And there, no one knows what happens to the spirits of men or dwarves or hobbits. That is something that is beyond the knowledge of... Even the Valar, most people think. So it is something that Iluvatar, who is like the high high god of uh, Arda, he knows and he's made it. But even the Valar, which are kind of like the pantheon below him, um, aren't quite sure what happens. There's lots of stories. And the dwarves have like a whole bunch of theories. (laughs) Um, Sure, sure. Yeah, but men are just like... "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, so yeah again like elves are the one people who like we know exactly what happens no matter what happens to us mm-hmm. everyone else is like uh hopefully good we'll see um I think I got all right did I get it? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I
3: think as Kierdan oh. is talking about all of this and Erland is listening um the the more nostalgic he gets the more Erland looks to the
0: sea. Mm -hmm. Um, And Erland did grow up here, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, if you had ever seen a child, the most recent child would have probably been Erland. (laughs) (laughs) And that was... A while ago. Over 2,000 years ago. Um, So, uh, yeah, you're just getting that kind of... You're going back basically the same route, slightly different... Um, you do notice through this route like as you get closer to like his his tower which is kind of in the center of things. Um it's not quite like you know town hall or something but very obviously he when he designed the city he let li- he liked the view from here or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and and things are kind of planned outward from there. Um as you're walking you do see um everything's in in Sindarin um but it what is very clearly a jewel smith. Um off to the side like as you're going back up kind of the to the tower. Oh,
1: I'll, I'll just keep it in mind. Okay. I I have absolutely been trying to jot notes this mm-hmm. whole walk. Okay. Like I'm just like he points at something and I like do a horrible sketch and I write down stuff about it.
0: <laughs> oh, you do notice Um, as he's noticed this he's taking a little bit longer. Hmm. He'll pause a little longer and he'll, he won't feel it because he doesn't want to make you feel awkward. But he'll kind of just take a little longer telling the story. And you just, only because you know him so well, Erland, you can see that he's kind of glancing to make sure the dwarf is... Getting done. the notes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, getting yeah, yeah. everything done and drawing it a little nicer. He's a good teacher. Um, so you make it back up. He doesn't knock. He just opens the door of the tower. Um, very casually he holds it open for you and kind of makes a sweeping motion with his arm to come enter. Um, and inside there's um, uh, a, a beautiful hallway with like pretty elven like, statues and, like, murals on the wall that if you look very closely, they're actually incredibly fine mosaics mm. that are almost so small. Like, the pieces are almost so small that unless you, like, really get close, you can't see it. It looks like it's been, like, painted almost. Um, and if you look very closely, a lot of it is precious stones or shells and different things like um, Mother of Pearl, things like that. And all semi-precious. Nothing, like, there's not, like, rubies sticking in the wall. Um but it shows um, in this hallway. It shows the back of the hallway, which is the side of Middle Earth. Shows like like a, basically a, a smaller version of where you are, the Grey Havens, mm-hmm. with his tower. Um, and at the top of the tower in the mural, um, there's like a uh, like a circle you can see, and then it goes down. And then there's beautiful ships along the sides of the wall. And then you can see, like, around the door when you turn back to look at it, there's there's um, what looks like like the most beautiful city you could ever think of. Like, this is a beautiful city, and you've been to Enuminas, and you're just like, okay, these are all these beautiful cities. But this looks like if someone took those cities and dipped them in, like, like pure silver and just, like, Beyond anything you could think of, with like this golden kind of light shining around them, um, and so the, like his mural is basically showing the the travel from the Grey Havens to Valinor, mm-hmm. and his door, mm-hmm. which faces Valinor, um, is like his reminder every day of what his his uh, divine task is. Um, and then past that, there's a surprisingly like. Humble, very comfortable sitting room with a fireplace and very nice, like, like, wove like, uh, carved furniture, but with very comfortable pillows on it. Um, it, uh, it's what you, you, I mean, other than it being very elvish in style, like this, you're not afraid to sit on this stuff. Like, it's like beautiful, but you're like, oh, this is, this is a comfortable room. It does not make you feel like, oh, I have to sit nicely. I can't touch things, I'll break it. Like, it's a chill sitting room. And there's, um, out there's uh, some trays on these little tables in between. There's like a couch and a couple large chairs sitting about. Um, there's like an easel with a uh, large paper on the side. You can tell that he's just been, like sometimes draws and paints on there. And this is kind of like his like hangout room. Um, beautiful fireplace. Um, And uh, he comes, come come sit, come sit. And there's these lovely goblets um, with, like, bottles of wine on these tables. Um, Please help yourselves. Please help yourselves.
3: (sighs) May we speak freely here?
0: Of course.
3: (sighs) We have it with us.
0: He looks, like, genuinely, like, he drops his kind of act for a moment.
3: You, you have it with you. We carry with us a Palantir.
0: Like, elves can't, don't do such <laughs> takes. <laughs> <laughs> They're way too chill and, like, graceful for that. But, like, almost. That, that is what gave that dwarf the vision?
1: Apparently, yes. We we found it uh, as part of a horrible creature that we defeated, and uh, my curiosity led me to discovering it within.
0: He sits back, and in an incredibly dwarvish-like mannerism, he kind of strokes his beard <laughs> and like is like lost in thought and. You found one of the lost ones. Uh,
3: sealed inside a creature of darkness, living beneath the seas
0: of numinous. Well, if one were to be found, it is not surprising that it was such. The stones have gone quite dark of late, even I hesitate. I use them only to reach the West. Any creature that came across one and... You say... It, it, when it f-
1: was found, the, the sea creature consumed it. And it became part of itself.
0: Even if it had simply been a normal creature, having eons of the tear inside it with the darkness that now touches them would corrupt and warp any creature. It may in fact be why such a beast came into being. Hmm. Uh. I... Uh, might I see it?
1: Uh, we were given the impression that we shouldn't let it see. I see. I, I'm I'm happy to show you. You you would know far better than I, but I I, I don't know if we need to take any precautions.
0: Who or... gave you who gave you such
3: counsel? A fortune teller.
0: <laughs> he seems a little bit surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange that any such person would know even of the Palantir is wise counsel.
3: Oh. Um he did seem to know more than he let on. Mm.
0: Interesting.
3: Yeah,
2: they traveled the lands quite frequently, it
3: seemed. His gentleman named Le- uh, Lairon. And this and, and Erland
0: pats <laughs> uh, the dog's head. This is his companion.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: He looks at it, and Ranyar's kind of looking back a little, like... Not suspiciously, but like, I'm a regular dog. <laughs> yep. Just like friendly dog, Pat. Yeah, Erlen definitely knows how to pet dog. Yeah, that like, like Ranyar is like usually like very into. He kind of like, and kind of scratches his ear and like he's looking around. <laughs> Maybe he didn't know better. Like Ranyar is playing dog.
4: Act casual. Act yeah. casual
3: dog. yeah, yeah,
0: it's fine. We're <laughs> really good. Sure. Yeah, and uh, 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 Kieran kind of looks at him for a moment. Is it possible, like, he looks straight at, at Erland, that this is a being of darkness who has sent... Did he send you to find the Palantir?
4: No, he oh, was uh, quite alarmed that we did find it. And surprised.
0: That is
3: true. But he he did... He never really sends us anywhere,
0: actually. You've had repeated interactions with this this fortune teller. He's the reason we met.
2: And yeah, he's a he's a human. That uh, mm-hmm. is really I know. I didn't like it. Yeah, he yeah. yeah, Seems like a everyday wandering traveler.
3: But Friend he does have hmm. knowledge older than one would assume.
5: Hmm. His
3: Perhaps he was a scholar.
0: And a fortune teller.
1: Could be. I mean, he he's an older human. He would have had time to learn things.
0: That, even that makes it, like, Kieran's like, very serious, like, smirks a little. (laughs) Very old human. (laughs) Still like two. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, we we will perhaps return to this topic shortly. I, uh, I'm not concerned. For as far as I know, I have used Palantir many times. I, myself, own one. Well, I don't own one, but I... I'm the keeper of one until the day I take it back to the Undying Lands. If one of the darkness were to see me through it, they would see a different room, but in all my days of looking through them, I have never been able to tell which Palantir I was seeing through. I could see where it was, but it is not like they can be identified other than by recognizing their location. So, I think if I were to use one, and even if a being of darkness were to see me through it, they may just simply assume that I had used my own and brought it to a different location. Mm. And pretty much everyone knows where I am. Mm. Even the beings of darkness. Been here quite some time. I and mean, kind of... many beings of darkness. Oh, Erland. Here in the gray havens, so many of your young brothers and sisters. And he said he says that in, like, the general, like, kin of, like, our people sense. Never experience what is truly in this world. They see nothing more than our lovely shores. They may wander a bit but most come back almost immediately thinking that they have seen what really is of this world i am so proud of what you have accomplished and i am so sorry of the marks that it will leave on you he goes he go, reaches out and he puts his hand on your shoulder But I truly believe, my young friend, that when you choose to sail to Valinor, the time there will be even sweeter because you've truly known the darkness of this land and the beauty of this land.
3: But how can one leave when there's growing darkness?
0: Some may not. I myself will stay come what may until the last of our kind who wants to leave does. Whether that is this year, or in a thousand years, or in three thousand years. Some of us will wait. Some of us will raise our arms in defense of this world. Others will leave without so much as an afterthought to what is happening. Each must choose their own course. And you, my young friends, it's been quite some time since I've had such an audience as this. I cannot. And he's just got, like, a grin, even though it's, like, a very serious circumstance and, like, the Palantir is like, a very serious thing. He's, like... The chillest anyone you've met has been about a Palantir. (laughs) He's like, okay, that's amazing. You found it. Cool. I know how to use it. It's fine. Uh Um, And I am uh, delighted that Erland has gotten to revel so much in your company. For his long life will be enriched forever by his memories of you.
4: As our short ones are by him. Mm.
0: You have found wise friends, and
3: <laughs> very. They've taught me much. Um,
5: Lord
2: Elf. Um. Uh. It has been brought to our attention how. Urgent, now grave, this palantir is. What should we do with it? Are you able to take this off our hands and keep it safe?
0: Let me see it first. Uh, he reaches over um, and he takes, uh, there's like, like throw blankets and like. anything to make it more comfortable in here. So he grabs this beautifully woven, like, stunning like, it looks like a tapestry in a fine like Brie home would be, but it's Mm. literally just like the blanket that he like probably covers himself (laughs) when it's a little cold. (laughs) So he picks it up. Uh, What have you been carrying it in? You know,
1: kind of reach around my back and pull this thing out and then uncover it.
0: He's going to like cover it like as you un, un he's going to let you undo the little clasp, and then he's going to cover it before you actually open the pearl piece. Sure, sure. So when you open it, it is covered by this blanket.
1: Um, may I? Oh, uh, of course, of course. I, I will say, you know, I have a little bit of experience with it myself now, and it seemed to not purposely cause distress.
0: Mm. Indeed. It is a a tool. Uh, As your axe. Your axe can use to cleave humans and do great harm. But we also use our axes to build these beautiful ships and to harvest the wood. So it can be used for good or ill, either way. Uh, The darkness that permeates them... He looks sad for a moment. Uh is not of their making. It is others using them for ill. Mm-hmm. And he uh he lifts it so that like you are not shown. Mm-hmm. And he uh and you can tell he's kind of positioned himself so it's like kind of a blank part of a wall. Like it's just like, you know, there's an He's not worried about people knowing where he is, but he also is very clearly not wanting you to be seen in in what it is. And you can see he kind of puts his hand on it for a second, closes his eyes, and he takes a breath. And then stops remote. And he covers it back up. It is. It's a true palantir that you have found. There are some that were lost at sea, I would We'll do some research and see which one this may have been. Um, I must, I must think on it. I think that having two here is not the right choice. Oh. They are tools that can be used for great good, but also great evil. I feel as though it may have come to you for some greater purpose. Mm -hmm. We will put it away for this evening. It will be safe here. We will have a merry evening. You will rest yourselves. Eat well. Tell me your tales of your adventures. (laughs) I will tell you some of mine. And then tomorrow we will address the great question of the Palantir. Does this sound well to you? That sounds excellent.
4: How do you feel about seeing a haunted birdcage?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I, I touch I'm... your mural? <laughs> yes. Okay. You may touch the mural, but I'm sorry. Could we go the haunted birdcage? Yes. Mm-hmm. Pulls it out <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. Does does the mural uh, mosaic? Mm-hmm
1: of Valinor does it look right compared to what I remember seeing? Yeah.
0: The trees are not there. Mm. Oh. But parts of it are like the the city is it's a it's a mosaic version of it but it, sure, is, sure. it is what you remembered. Um but the trees are very clearly absent. Um, because but,
1: yeah. It's not like somebody got it wrong. No, no, no. Mm. Or it's like an artist rendition of Yeah,
0: no. Okay. Like it is almost uncanny. Okay. Um, which like you kind of, like, reflect back, and you're like, okay, even though he, like, well, you you may not know that he's never been there. You don't know how this works. But um, for those of you watching at home, um, he does use the Palantir. He's able to see bits of people's, like, visions and, and stuff from Valinor. Like, this is one of the ways Valinor, can like, communicates with this world. It's basically and uses his stone, and there's one also um, um, in Valinor. And uh, that's like their call line. Um, so he, he, so it is. It is very accurate. Um, but yeah, you do notice like the trees are not there. Has it been told to you? Have you have you talked about the trees? I think
3: I think I mentioned that they're gone at mm-hmm. some point.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We
3: yeah. talked about that. Mm-hmm. But like the, the. Oh yeah, we talked because you gave yeah. me the drawing when I told you the story. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, That kind of just brings home to like how special it was that you saw these trees. Because you realize all these elves will never see what you saw. Including, like, there are are incredibly long-lived, forever-lived elves of great birth and great majesty that didn't get to see what you basically saw with your own eyes. It's very special. So cool. Yeah. Um, do you bring out the creepy bird cage?
4: Oh, immediately. Okay. The haunted bird cage. okay. <laughs> Look what other treasure we have. Yeah.
0: This time he's, like, horrified.
3: He's like, put that away. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: like, oh, he pulls a layer and, like, no.
3: Throws <laughs> so the tapestry over his head. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, he, like, again, like, he's, like, he has, like, this age, like, Like, you can tell he's just ageless, and he's older than, like, pretty much anything you've ever seen, but he's got, like, this, like, twinkle and this, like, -like Mm childlike, almost, like, delight in things. Like, he loves this world, and, I mean, maybe that plays into why he wants to be the last boat to leave. Like, maybe he does love this place, too. Um, So he, like, takes it, and this is, this is incredible, and he, like, winds it up, and he plays it.
5: Careful. Okay.
0: (laughs) A ghost and did come out of that. A, a ghost, and like, he, please tell me the story. We don't have to like yeah, regale right? him <laughs> with like, the... Yeah, yeah, as he listens to it and like winds it again and like looks at it from all these angles. This is this is lovely. Uh, this is uh, not quite uh, Elendil's treasure, but <laughs> close to it. You are quite lucky thank you uh i believe that is part of uh that was a gift to king Evan Dewey. that is what we understand about it yes yes uh quite um very interesting you are you're very good at finding interesting things my friends you should see my family's archive
3: They're
0: that's where this is going very attuned really? to doing such things where's your family's archive in brie so not too far from here. With an
3: mm. impressive, if not
4: disorganized, library. Sometimes it's organized by color. Mm. Or mood. Mm. My grandmother is a little eccentric.
0: I have been called similar. Well, I will not disregard this invitation. I would like very much to see your family's archive. Please do. Um, so, yeah, it, you spend an incredibly pleasant evening with what is probably like one of the most down to earth, like other than <laughs> Erland, like elves you've ever met. Are, Maybe a little more down to earth than Airland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like stroking his beard and like things like that. Are there anything specific that you'd want to talk about or ask him, um, or do you just want to like enjoy the evening?
2: I I think I think like I mean this is the first. <laughs> For me, certainly. Uh, so I, I, I'd be inclined to just enjoy the evening. Okay.
3: I do tell him of our failed boat. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh sure, yeah. In quite yeah. a bit
3: of detail, including <laughs> a lot of ships terms and a little bit of laughing and like self ribbing, which mm-hmm. is a, something that Erland did not do before going out on this journey mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, just you know, saying that we, we built one of our own ships, but with the hands of the people of Middle Earth mm-hmm. and. Um, like, tells him the whole story about going to Enuminous and the whole thing, basically mm. just full download. Yeah, I mean, he
0: seems, he's an incredible listener. Like, just takes it all in and just like the right quips in the right places mm. and a little bit of like gentle ribbing. Like, mm-hmm. and it's saying, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and then you lost your helmet. How unfortunate. Mm. But uh, I, I do see that you've got new ones and like just a yeah. very pleasant evening, very mm. good food. Um, And you find yourselves feeling, like, more at peace than you have in a while. Um, You may not even have, like, realized, like, the tense, like, carrying this thing around, like, Mm. has kind of just, like, made you feel a little unsafe. um, Even before Laren's dramatic reaction. Mm -hmm. Uh, But especially since then. So this journey, even though it was an easy journey compared to many that you've made, was very tense especially with what had happened at the ruins and the beast that was following. oh yeah i forgot that in the recap Mm -hmm. on their trip there was a large something something in the dark (laughs) that was following them that could fly jump question mark question mark yeah
4: real good at jump
0: yeah um and uh Kierden does seem a little, like, concerned at that piece. And Erlen does, like,
3: go into detail and tries to get those who saw it even clearer to go in more detail, because he Mm. never quite leaves. He's a, you know, dog with a bite and something that he just won't let go of. He keeps on talking about that.
0: Yeah. Um, Kierden doesn't seem to have any suggestions for what it is. (laughs) As wise as Kierden is, and as much as he experienced Middle-earth, he hasn't really gone very far for quite some time. Mm. So, uh, he knows a lot about it, but it's lots of book smarts at this point. Uh, Dave, you're sitting down with like one of the oldest elves in Middle earth,
1: yeah. I think I probably spent some time talking about beard care, yeah, incredible, <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah,
1: an yeah. iconic moment. You <laughs> your bag, your beard, bag. yeah, yeah. I would be like, oh, yeah, silk, <laughs> you know, it, it keeps from getting wound up at night, you know, it's terrible, especially on the road.
0: Oh, on the road, yeah. yes. Yeah. He seems like fascinated.
1: <laughs> so, and then like discussions of like don't use these oils. Mm-hmm. Terrible <laughs> after a couple of days, and you have yeah. to wash mm-hmm. the whole thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's a whole day's effort.
0: Yeah. I and mean, he talks about some of his stuff and he's got like this this like tonic that is similar to like mm-hmm. what you use, but it has a very different smell to it. Um, and, like, just that sort of thing. And he talks about, how, like, how he braids his and things like that. So, uh, yeah, he's very interested in that conversation. you were the only person that yeah. he ever gets <laughs> to have a conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. He's very excited to talk to someone about his beard. And your beard. And what? Beards and beards. <laughs> Aren't beards great? Oh. <laughs> um, we get it. You have a beard. You're cool. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so, uh. He loves that conversation. So, absolutely. I uh, yeah.
4: I feel like Runa is like, um, well, especially because of how old Lord Cairden is compared to her. She's that kid that wants to show you her like backpack and tell you what character oh. it is. He's like, look at these treasures. This is where I found this one and this is what I think this is. What's that thing on your desk? I have one of those in the archive. I don't know what it does.
0: <laughs> He's very patient and he like, oh, well this. and it, Oh, and if you uh, oil this, it'll start working right away, the one you have at home. Oh, it moves. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I thought it was
4: a paperweight. It's
0: not a paperweight. That's so cool. Cool. My grandmother's going to be so excited. <laughs> and just, like, little things. He talks to you of things in the Shire. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's fascinated by the thought of... It's probably just, like, never occurred to him that hobbits have sheriffs and, mm-hmm. like, like legal systems and things <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, like, sort of fascinating. Uh, elves don't really do that. Yeah. Um... They... They tend to wage war on each other, and, like, they have, like, these many kings, and they've sort of, like, dwindled down enough that, like, they don't really mess with each other. Like, there's just not really those problems anymore, because there's not that many elves left, and everybody kind of knows each other. Mm-hmm. And if there so... was a war at one point, they just seethe,
3: yeah. and they take it with them mm-hmm. to Valinor, like, good, healthy elves.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, actually, I'm going to if if there is a moment and there is still some decent sunlight, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to ask if we're in a tower, mm-hmm. if if there are any balconies facing um, eastward. Yeah. And if uh, Lord Kyrdhan is interested at all in talking about the Shire, I'll like kind of point over that way in that general direction. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of run my mouth off telling tales of, you know,
5: oh, yeah, and over there, those are the
2: hills that the kids all, you know, our children, every year they got this celebration where they wrap ribbons around themselves and they roll down the hill and the ribbons kind of form these beautiful little patterns as they roll. And it's a lovely, (laughs) lovely sight. And, you know, I kind of just, Talk about little hobbit traditions and things like that.
0: He is fascinated talking about oh, children right now. Right. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. He, I
0: think. Yeah. And the idea of packs of children <laughs> is something that he just is, like, fascinated by. And yeah. just seems so delightful to him. And he pictures it almost like uh, groups of swallows, like, flying oh, together. sure. Because uh-huh. um, uh-huh. he's known many children in his time individually one at a time maybe if there's <laughs> twins like maybe two children at a time yeah. which is like oh they play together it's great <laughs> it's wonderful but like the idea that there's like 20 kids in a yeah. village of yeah. ranging from like mewing babe to like you know angsty almost teenager yeah. is just like fascinating to him and he loves the idea of them running around and braiding and playing with pinwheels and all these things like and you can just see him, like, soaking up this idea in his head. Um, and he, he really likes that.
5: <laughs>
2: That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you finish off a very pleasant evening. Um, and, uh, yeah, he he escorts you to very comfortable, like, sleeping chambers down at the, kind of, near the base of the tower. You've never actually probably stayed in. Yeah, I was to say, I was like, mm.
3: I might go home.
0: I mean, if you'd mm. like yeah.
5: to.
0: Not that anyone's moving in there, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'll give you that option. Like, you can stay here, or if you'd rather, with your own accommodation, Sarah Lynn. I could uh, return. There's some things that, that I could probably do
3: with. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're all welcome to come, or you're welcome to stay here. There are more beds here than there are in my home.
2: Who needs a bed? <laughs> you know, I would love to, I would love to see your abode.
4: Yeah, I would like to see where you grew up. You, <laughs> if. You don't mind,
3: I would like to stay here? Absolutely. (laughs) I promise the bed will be much more
5: comfortable here.
1: This place feels weighty. Mm. We may be on the surface, but it feels heavy.
3: Then we will see you in the morning. Mm -hmm. Keep your eyes on that stone
0: now,
1: eh? Oh, I'll keep it as safe as I can.
0: Indeed. Well, I'll see you all in the morrow. It was a delight speaking with all of you. Have a good rest, and uh, I will see you when we break our fast in the morning.
2: As Come we on. get up and leave, I'll tug on your, um, your arm and I'll say, Well,
3: how do you say goodnight? You say in the Mario.
2: And i will say that <laughs> <laughs> as best i can
0: the dear hobbit have a good evening um, yeah, do you want to keep talking with him hanar we don't have to act it out but like um
1: if he doesn't seem like he's going right off to bed then I'd probably spend some time talking to him about the things I saw. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, just kind of going through the notes that I've mm-hmm. taken and and tried to show him the little sketches of things that I did. And <laughs> Like, I'll go up and I'll hold up the tree in the spot where I saw it, in the, his mural, mm-hmm. and be like, oh. it was like about there, I think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just yeah. kind of go through all of that stuff. And be like, I, it was a lot in a very short amount of time. And... The longer it goes, the more it seems like a dream, but it doesn't fade.
0: Indeed. That is the strangeness of the Palantir. While our own memories do fade, the ones that we, the visions that we see through the stone do not. For you, that may be a bit of a blessing you did see. Some beautiful things. And you can see for just a moment, like, a little bit of envy and wistfulness. Like, oh. But for your friends, it may not be such a blessing. Have they slept much on the way since touching the stone?
1: Not. They, they, They both seem disturbed by their experience. More than... I nothing, I didn't have any ill effect, but both of them seemed very upset.
0: You were quite fortunate that you thought to ask the stone about where it came from, for the stones, when pointed to the west, are bright lights. Those that are pointed elsewhere show the great darkness that is growing in this world. Fortunately, both Erelyn and Runa, they did not know, and they they never fully recover from what they saw. Did not wish to ask them of it, but
5: Mm.
0: I have seen it as well. But, to see the trees master dwarf
1: can can we not use that light and shine it on the darkness push it away
0: it's like very wistful sadness that looks that comes off his face the last of the trees was turned into the sun and moon my friend
5: Mm.
0: the last flower from Lorien now burns brightly in the sky during the day and the last leaves of Tilperion were turned into the bright moon that shines they do as much as they still can push away the darkness
5: Hmm.
0: but just think of that a single flower off the tree is what lights the world now beauty it must have been to see the trees in their prime master dwarf you will have to try to compose songs and make art and inspired by such beauty but so few remain who ever saw it i myself was not so lucky And I feel like you and him like stay up to like the wee hours of the morning, just having this like deep conversation where he's asking you about things and then like telling you the story behind things, some of which like was stuff Erlen didn't even know. Um, you know, just all these little bits of of things and like personal anecdotes with some of the stuff, and like you just have like your elf dream conversation like all evening. Mm, so <laughs> Um, Is there any other specific information that you'd like? We don't have to roleplay it unless you don't. Okay. Uh,
1: Now I have questions, but they're all out of character. They're not...
0: You can ask a couple of those, are you?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like... Now I'm curious about, like, what's the status of, like, eclipses? Oh, (laughs) I (laughs) see. Like, what's the deal with that? Like, (laughs) did they get the meat? Like, they used to grow next to each other. Are they very upset that they're so far apart Well, they were cast into the
0: sky. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, so the 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 trees were destroyed by a giant sp- poison spider. Um, Great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Normal, yeah. normal, totally normal.
3: Um, <laughs> did somebody take care of that, or <laughs> there's
0: war? Yeah, we should lots of war. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh... Angolan's not a problem. <laughs> Shiloh comes later. Yeah, but. Her kids, <laughs> uh, however, her kids, yeah. Um, uh, so uh like in a la- like as they were dying they saved like the last leaf and the last bloom and that's what the the velar turned into the sun and the moon so they're kind of like reflections pale reflections of what the trees were to the world Uh-oh. so yeah that's your out of character answer big creepy spider kills everything yeah yeah cool yeah but you know also personal trivia Lorien, the golden tree what, what I name my kid? <laughs> so, Lorelin. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Lorelin. I'm sorry. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Lorelin is the golden tree. Yeah. Lorien is a derivative of that same root. Never mind. Yeah. It's a long thing. But yes. Linguistically, they are very similar. <laughs> and Lorelin are the trees. Telperian is the silver tree that becomes mm. the moon. Lorelin is the golden tree that is the sun. And they were brought into being by the beautiful songs of a goddess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm a dork, and I've had that name in my head for a very long (laughs) time. So beautiful. A lot longer than I've been planning to get. Okay, anyway. I'm done. We can go now. I'm (laughs) You did very good. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's go and have a scene in your house. Can Mm. you tell us what your house looks like? It, for probably your
3: two eyes, this is a beautiful, elegant abode. It is a seaward facing mm-hmm. near the ship docks, um, small home, two stories, nothing you know extravagant, but it's one of the many buildings like the ones that we passed that was just sealed mm-hmm. and left and no one's touched it as far as I know <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but in there you see that there's a lot of things in pairs, mm-hmm. two chairs. Two goblets. Mm. um, A table that faces the sea right at the edge of a small um, balcony um, with just two chairs. Um, And not a lot has changed, um, probably in a very long time. And so there's not, like, food or anything in here, and it's just kind of... There's an emptiness to it. It's Mm -hmm. elegant and beautiful, but there's not drawings of family members there's not sculptures of anything that aren't ships um there's a lot of ship stuff there's um, lots of books as you would expect for him there's a lot of books um in a logical order Um, (laughs) 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 um and they've been like covered with some fabric uh there's a loom in the corner um but it's a small loom um with nothing on it and outside of that is just sparse. Um, but he enters and lights a lamp, puts a bit of oil in a lamp very easily and lights it and just gentle gentle glow. think um, Mediterranean mm. villa looking mm. out to the sea kind of energy, but sparse and
0: elven and very empty. I'm going to say that the same vibe you get through the city of like people who were here are missing... Is very acute and very personal in this space, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's not just like general people have are gone. There are important specific people who are missing from this space, and you you get that vibe like immediately when you walk in.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
3: um, there are two beds upstairs. You're welcome to them. Um, oh.
2: If it's all right with you, I wouldn't mind setting up my hammock somewhere if uh, there's a place. Well,
3: the balcony right here would be a lovely spot. I actually.
2: run to the balcony <laughs> because I want to sleep by the sea. Yeah. Like and I want to hear of... the waves. And when you said seaward facing home, I was like, "Oh, that is just what my little hobbit hearted wanted."
3: <laughs> and it looked over like the the docks are a little bit more uh, towards the the exit towards the actual mm-hmm. of the bay um and it's just a beautiful view of to the left there are the towering cities that uh, the city that we just you know walked through and then ahead of you is like right where the city becomes forest Mm -hmm. and you can see that the sun would set like beautifully over the water right Mm -hmm. here it's it is a very very stunning view Mm -hmm
2: hmm Yeah, I just revel at, at everything. Uh, and I, I turn to you and I say, Runa, of course, if you want, you can take that out of bed. I would like you to be comfortable.
4: Oh, thanks, Sausage. Oh, it's
2: been a long travel for all of us. I think we've all... Uh, it's also been uh, kind of a lot to to take in. I'm not going to lie.
4: That's true. Um, I think before we turn in, I, I'd love to share a drink with you guys. And Ireland, if you don't mind, I'd love a tour of your home.
3: Oh, um... Of course, I regret that I only have what we brought with us to drink. Oh, don't worry, I brought something from yeah, my grandmother's store. We were <laughs> perfect already. Yeah. Um, here, let me um, let me get us some glasses. And he goes, and he literally has two matching glasses, and then pulls a third mismatched glass. <laughs> <laughs> here
5: you go.
4: Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And I'll pour everybody a drink. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'll I'll certainly partake in a drink. And I'll I'll pull out my, my uh you know, my road worn lute and I'll start kind of just plucking out a little melody um to the rhythm of the waves, mm-hmm. you know, and start maybe humming a tune, uh, to kind of go with you know, I hear the, the different bird songs and the seagull cries and um uh I sort of key in on those sounds.
4: Mm. I think Runa will join you and like, hum- yeah. start humming after a few minutes.
3: Yeah. yeah. The music, definitely. Erland was so wound tight <laughs> during that entire <laughs> conversation with Kieran, even though he was so chill, and Erland just got more and more just like wound up, and being here did not make it better, but the music just kind of melts it away.
5: Hmm.
3: And maybe a little bit of the wine.
2: <laughs> uh, Did you ever tell us about you know, this important person of yours Probably who left. Probably not. That's what I was wondering about then. <laughs> I'll actually, if, if it's all right with you, like, as I kind of, you know, as we sing, we'll sing a few bars, mm-hmm. I'll pluck a few notes, and, and just kind of having the lute underscore the conversation, um, I'll ask, like, Ellen, I there's there's two of everything. It was meant for a couple of people.
3: Yes. Um, my... Partner sailed. Oh,
5: Oh.
3: yes.
2: I'll sing a little verse about that. Um, About saying goodbye to someone on those boats. You know, on one of those boats. And I'll pause and I'll say, Did you get
3: to say goodbye? Yes. He knew. He knew it was time. His name was... uh, Is... Marin.
2: Mm. Mm. You'll say Marin again.
3: Yes, I will. It has been quite a while. And it will be a while still.
2: Well, I... The loot stops for, like, a second. Because... I never thought elves could, like be that affected by time you know elves have always just been this ancient like kind of aloof and almost unconcerned you know folk and then something sinks in you know when when you speak that way and I start playing my lute again and this time it's a little it's at halftime with the waves and my my notes like that I hum out are just a little they're a little lower and they're a little more languid
3: we are told that there is a time that you know that the sea calls and you can only answer That is why this journey is happening. The call has come. For many, not for me. But. I think when I left, I was ready for new faces.
4: I am most honored to be one of those faces, my friend.
5: Yeah,
3: I think the honor is mine.
2: Um, I'll sing a verse about, um, It is hard to say goodbye to those that you live with, but for those you've just met, At least you don't have to say bye yet.
3: (laughs) (sighs) well. It warms not only my heart, but these walls to have you all here and to smile and laugh and music.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, my friend, for having us here.
2: Yeah, I've had you at my place for quite some time, Um, many times, and... (laughs) This is absolutely wonderful.
4: It is a beautiful home.
2: Thank you for the (laughs) sea.
3: It was not mine to give, but I'm grateful you're all here and that you enjoy it. And that Lord Cairdyn was receptive to our
5: asking. Mm, There is that.
3: Um,
2: It is still a dangerous thing for us to have this. A strange object. Well, I suppose that is something we shall have to talk about in the morning.
4: It will be interesting to hear what he has to say about where it may have come from, where mm. it may have been intended to go.
5: Indeed.
4: Maybe it came to us so we could get it where it needs to go.
3: It's time for my midnight snack and skates. It's been almost two hours since you've eaten. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh. I could go for a snack. I think you've got me on a hobbit's eating schedule.
2: <laughs> Comes with the traveling together, don't you? Uh, would you like to eat at the docks? Ireland? Yeah, if you don't oh mind. I mean, you can come and join us if you'd like to spend some time here in your home. It's been a while. I'd, I'd understand.
3: I think, I think I'll leave you to it. I will take a moment. Maybe uncover some furniture.
4: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll happily offer some help when we come back. Oh, go enjoy. But I would like to eat some food and look at the sea. Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll grab a pack of the stuff that we got, actually. <laughs> the <biggest laughs> snacks that we got. And i gonna say, this one smells particularly. And you hear us kind of like, talk, mm-hmm. like talking about these as we walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a nice spot somewhere where yeah, we can just kind of like sit at the water, watch the moon glinting off the off the waves.
5: Lovely. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh did Ranyar stay in the tower or did he come no. with us? No, I think he went with you. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I set him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he did not want to spend more time with uh, Kierden like looking at him than, just, than yeah. Nope. He noped out of that real fast. Mm. <laughs> um, can I have both of you scoot just a little closer? Oop, yes. I think you've gotten a little far away from the mics. Oh, well. sorry. Oop. That's okay. Um, so yeah. So Ranier's there and he enjoys the. The singing and um, he seems like super excited about kind of being by the ocean too. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. but when the two of you go down to eat, he does stay with Erland. Oh. And just kind of be like curled up, like by there's, I'm sure there's a fire for warmth mm-hmm. and he just kind of curled up, but just kind of keeping an eye and just being like a presence for you. So you're not totally alone. Mm. Lovely. Yeah. The yeah. way, the way doggos and pets do, they just kind of know and they're like, they I'm going to be near you. Mm. Yes. So, um, all right, we're gonna kind of end that with like you having a second or third dinner I feel like yeah. I feel like everyone's <laughs> up super late but it's like very enjoyable relaxing up late yeah um so no one gets like a super early start probably the next morning yeah. <laughs> um cured in just because you know ageless elf of the sea ship writes like <laughs> mm-hmm. like oh, like but he's, like, very respectful. He doesn't, like, he's not loud at all and things like that.
1: Uh, I didn't imagine he would wake up and be just clattering around his tower. <laughs> like, knocking Are sir you sir. off
0: Master Door? No, yeah. like, none of that.
1: No, no, it's always, it's passive-aggressive. Like, he's just making coffee very loudly. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all know that. Mm. That, that, that person. Um, yeah, so you all... Uh, kind of wake up um, when the sun hits kind of a certain point in the sky. It's almost as if, like, these buildings are designed for the the light to come in at, like, a very specific time in the morning and wake people up. It just mm. seems like like the rooms are designed for, for that sort of as a very natural alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter which room in the house you're in, unless you're, like, in the back rooms, but it seems like all, like, the actual living area for the most part is seaward and like with windows facing the sea because why wouldn't you do that Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) um, and the entire city is kind of built in like around this harbor in a way where pretty much every building has beautiful views of everything and they're kind of stacked in rows kind of like what you've seen in like uh, um like italian cities Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. ports where it's just like built up into the hillside but you know beautiful elvish architecture um so yeah you all kind of wake up pleasantly um, you've been drinking elvish wine, so you're not hungover. Uh, eh, all those things.
3: Is that a thing? Sure. Now it is. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know how Mirkwood gets anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Erlyn goes and, and acquires like some breads and things for the morning, and like has them all set out when everyone wakes up and is lightly hosting, awkwardly mm-hmm. as they are. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, I think Runa comes down. She has climbed onto the roof of your house
0: and is looking at the sea. (laughs) Yeah, and the sea is beautiful. It's like bright early morning. Um, Now you're looking west, so the light's kind of coming from behind you and like rippling across the waves. Um, And it's just like the, the whole city has the feeling if you just looked hard enough, you might be able to see Valinor. You can't. But it's just like everything about the city is pointed at a destination out there. And you can just kind of feel it once you like really realize it. And especially after walking through Keardins Hall, you just like feel how like everything in the city is looking westward. Um, yeah, it's just, just beautiful cool. morning. These beautiful gulls are flying about. and harmonic, I feel like their cries are, like, in chords. Mm. <laughs> where it's, like, you know how um, people have wind chimes and some of them are actually, like, in, like, harmonic chords, mm-hmm. so they, like, sound good together. Yeah. Like, their cries are sort of like that versus, like, regular goals that are just, like, the wind chimes that are just, like, a bunch of random <laughs> chimes that, like, still are pretty, but, like, not the same.
3: <laughs> with a I'm going to wear xylophone and just banging on it. Yeah. Goals. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> And I, there's breakfast set out and Ireland mostly, like, once your hammock is down, spends the entire breakfast, like, on that spot. Like, this mm-hmm. is where I go. This is the breakfast spot.
5: Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll join you. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, I'm curious to see how Hannah's night turned out, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, go see, let's go see how yes. Hannah's doing.
4: I think on the way, uh, Runa asks you what those birds are. She's like, even your seagulls are fancy. What are those?
3: (laughs) And I... (laughs) I tell you all about the
5: birds.
1: (laughs) I think in the morning... I probably spend some time talking to whoever's there. Like, if Kieran goes off and does business, I'm not going to hold him up. Mm -hmm. But, like... If Tyndall's there, mm-hmm. I would talk to her and be like So let me ask you a couple of questions. You've been around the shipbuilding enterprise for a long time.
0: Oh no, not very long. Only only about uh but a little over two thousand years. Wonderful. That's <laughs> perfect. Very long.
1: So you've seen several ships made. Oh yes, yes. yes. Wonderful. Uh I have some questions about harvesting wood for the ship.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I, I know a bit about that. It's not really my area of expertise, but I, I might be able to answer your question. So, is the wood,
5: uh,
1: stored for a while, seasoned first? Is it, oh, yeah,
0: fresh? Uh, so it still has the, the sap of the wood in it when you begin to work or? She gets, like, the look on her face of, like, the um, like the teacher's pets when, like, they're asked a question and they're, like, ready to raise their hand. Oh, I know. I know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, so excited you asked them a question because they're going to show everything they know. It's a little obnoxious. But, like, huh. this is sort of a little bit more. Like, you're like, oh, okay, that's why some people don't like elves. Right? Like this, there, okay. We're all like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except <Kirden. laughs> the, the The really knowing elves aren't quite usually like this, but... Uh, Actually, Elrond's still a little bit. Mm. Anyway, (laughs) so, well, actually, it depends on which part of the ship the wood will be used for. So some of it is brought in fresh, and a lot of that is used to uh, decorate the cabins on the inside, create the furnishings for it. Um, The wood that actually makes the holes, we do season it. There is a uh, a very specific type of oil that we leave it in for quite some time. Um, and that is what makes it exceedingly strong, but somewhat still elastic. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes it much safer um, and much quicker than regular wood, actually, as well. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes and she looks sense. like, Do you have another question I can answer? <laughs> <laughs> I know these things. And I- as she's doing this, she's sort of like organizing books and like just general tidying about. Sure, sure. Uh,
1: I, well, I think I'd probably keep asking questions about the whole process yeah. until they arrive again. Yeah.
0: So she is happy to. Mm. Um, actually, No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, if she didn't have perfect eyesight, she'd have big glasses that she kept pushing up and like <laughs> adjusting as she like showed how smart she was. Yes. Um, but she's happy to, and she's not unfriendly, and she doesn't seem to be putting you down in any way by answering. She's just excited because, like, everybody here knows this.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. So
0: it's like <laughs> I get to tell someone yeah. things I know that everyone you don't know the things I know. That's just very exciting. Um, so it's a little bit of like the uh, like the fresh, like like young kind of like uh, little foolish, little show showoffy version of what Kirauden like had his genuine interest in you not knowing things and sharing knowledge. Sure, sure. Um, but just a little, a little like teen angsty a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. When we get there, do you and Kieran have like matching beard braids like you traded tips in the morning? <laughs> <laughs>
5: like,
3: like, I did his up in a dwarven yeah. style today. <laughs> he did mine in an elven style. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, he is the only one with an elven style braid and anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> but They're yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to say when the three of you get there, Kierden's already gone down to the docks. Sure, he did yeah. say oh, goodbye so. to you. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah. And he says he'd be back soon because he did want to speak with all of you, yeah. he didn't, um, but he did want to go check on progress and get things started for the day. Um, so like there's a lovely breakfast set out. Um, you actually get shown by um, Tyndall into another, like a large like, dining room. Again, oh. like not as formal as you'd expect, like lovely carving, but like livable. Like, lived in. Mm -hmm. It just feels, like, used. Um, So, you're there, and there's um, breads, and something that is, uh, like, the same sort of consistency as butter, but it tastes a little bit different. Mm. Um, It's got a a salty, but also a little bit of, like, a a, a peppery note in there. Mm -hmm. um, That's Mm -hmm. a spread... Um, And it's a little bit of a darker color than normal butter would be. Um, There's different types of pastries with different fruits, like jellies in them, like things like that. Some of them are very familiar to you. Some of them uh, never tasted anything like Mm -hmm. that before. You have no idea what made it, but it's all really, really good. Um, There's some dried um, like fish, um, like that's like, again, like with a little bit of like the fruit salsa that Mm. you had, but like not made on the road like this is <laughs> not road <salsa>. yeah road Roads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> road salsa, road
3: salsa. <laughs> absolutely nothing wrong with yeah. road salsa just to be clear
5: oh.
2: street it's elvin street food
5: yeah exactly <laughs>
1: amazing no matter what No, hundred i want um, a cooking show that's like a chef that has to make food in the back of a moving car.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: somebody Somebody's just driving
0: and making turns. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's just like a whole assortment. And there's a also this amazing assortment of different teas, like mm. of all different mm. type flavors mm. and things like that. And something that tastes sort of like coffee, um, but a little bit earthier, like almost has like a, a little bit of a mushroom undertone to it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's all very good. And you're just allowed to sit and eat as much That's as
2: you well. want. Awesome! I'm here for the, <laughs> the, the
0: Hobbit. Hobbit.
2: The Hobbit is here for talking.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, very good. So yeah, and, did, and we can, if you want to actually act it out, or if you want to just tell them, or maybe you're keeping your evening a secret. No, 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 no. I mean, okay. I would, I would
1: talk about the things we talked about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talked about all the things I saw and all that. Uh, and then. This morning I, I was and I gesture over at Tyndall in the corner. We're doing mm, whatever yeah. business work. Uh, and, uh Tyndall was very helpful. So perhaps in the future, if I have to help with making another boat, I will be more helpful. Oh, <laughs> incredible!
3: That's that's wonderful. Well, now you've seen some of the greatest shipwrights the world has ever seen. So and Tyndall knows much about what what we do. Yes. Yes.
0: It'd really be useful. The audience gets like the the face shot of Tyndall, which you like knows much of what we do.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> like, but she doesn't say anything. That's just like that's just an audience little thing supposed to be continued. Ah,
3: <sighs> good to be home.
0: Hmm. All right, so. Say so you have your breakfast. Yes. Is there anything yeah. anyone really wants to do? Because Caradine's about to like walk back in. Yeah, I think at some point
3: we do not have to roleplay it. Okay. Eirlin just starts talking to Tyndall about like ship stuff, ship yeah. business, and you hear him rattle off so many phrases, both in. Uh, in common and in Sindarin about ship parts that you've never heard him say before, yeah. <laughs> just asks her a thousand questions about what's going on down at the shipyards.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, a very rapid conversation in Sindarin. Um, popped in, like, every once in a while they kinda oh yes, and then, like, say some things in common, like, we don't want to be rude, and then yeah. they kind of forget. And at times it almost looks like they're kind of, like, deba- no, 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 this is, no, 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 this. <laughs> um, I think you might be remembering wrong because you've been out of here for a while, like, <laughs> That sort of thing. Uh, a little bit of shade, but also, like, friendly <laughs> bantering with people yeah. who really know it. Um, yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then at some point you hear the door open, and, like, striding down the hall. Like, very, like, long strides. Like, this is obviously cured in. And he comes. Mm-hmm. oh, good morning, friends. May Govanen. He says very nicely. May the... <laughs> Yes.
2: <laughs> and thank you for the wonderful spread here.
0: Oh, he, he honestly looks a little surprised. Oh, uh, yes, uh, This is just humble breakfast food, but I'm glad you enjoy it. Uh, um, we had a very pleasant evening. I hope all of you did as well.
4: Yeah. We did.
2: It was wonderful seeing Alan's home.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, Ranier's like, once again, dogging in the corner, like, oh, I'm just going to curl up here. Just a dog. <laughs> not, just look, not looking at the, like, here, then. Um. So uh, he makes pleasantries while you finish your meal and then he kind of ushers you all back into the sitting room you were in the the, the night before um, the light has come in you you realize now like how tall this room is mm-hmm. um, and it's actually got like very long windows like much higher than like than any height um like 12, 14 feet up is with, like, the bottom of the windows. So the walls are all um, kind of covered with different bookshelves and then, like, this big, beautiful fireplace and just random maps and pictures and things that are obviously, like, just things that he really cares for and likes. It's just his stuff that he likes. Um, None of it's, like the most stunning artwork or any of that. Um, But the light comes into this room just like in just a stunning fashion. And you can see like it comes in and as it goes through the day, it kind of lights up different parts of the room, probably the way it's designed. Um, So he comes in and like takes a seat and gestures for all of you to sit as well. Um, uh, Pours uh, what is, like it looks like tea, but he pours it into these very small like sipping glasses almost like what we think of as like um, like d- dessert wine would be served mm-hmm. in and he's kind of just sipping that and he kind of share passes it around and it does it tastes like tea but there's like a sweetness and a very clear like there's a little bit of like some sort of alcohol in it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like your after breakfast drink yeah. <laughs> I
2: down it I was like okay. Okay. and then I put my glass down for another
3: one
0: <laughs> okay I am um, I'm gonna have you, you think. yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You
3: roll yeah, like, watches this and is like, "Oh no, I did not warn them."
0: <laughs> no, 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 you, like, you know, I'm used um, to having
3: little cups like that. Just, yeah,
0: that's the best you know. So. Oh, let's see. How it falls over.
2: It's not going to be strong or courtesy, I imagine. No, no, okay. it's
0: not. Um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Ooh, uh, gosh, there's not really like a like a. Same thing for constitution. I'm gonna have you probably just roll. Uh, maybe we'll just have you roll awareness.
2: Awareness. Okay. Well, you
0: know, right. like athletics. Why don't we have you roll okay, athletics, athletics to see how okay. your body like metabolizes this very strong, meant to be sips. Okay. Elven alcohol. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, uh, that's a great success. Oh. oh. Actually, You're a I, yeah. Hey, that hobbit resilience. Yeah, like I drink
0: like a dwarf. <laughs> you do. I mean, for your body size, you drink quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 that's pretty true. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Like, wow, this is cute. Maybe you'll share this with the kids back in the Shire. <laughs> you know? like, um, not really, but <laughs> we don't condone underage drinking. Nope. Um, but anyways, that sort of thing. <laughs> okay. So All right. All right. You down it? You're like, oh, I think for other people that might be strong. Okay. <laughs> like that's sort of your reaction. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, and the inspiration for this is uh, Dave actually makes this amazing like tea oh. alcohol that's like my favorite thing to oh. drink ever. It's like Earl Grey liqueur. Incredible. That's my favorite thing. That sounds really good. So after this campaign, maybe Dave, maybe some. It's all—it's the season. I know it's like I'll amazing. have to get this up again. But it's really great. It's really—it tastes like tea, and it's alcohol. It's fantastic.
1: Um,
2: Is it like an infused thing?
0: Yes.
1: Uh, so it's—it's it's, uh, honey, uh, but you steep the tea in vodka.
5: Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Okay, and yeah. then, and mm-hmm.
1: then I set it up in my sous vide machine with honey oh. in it and it circulates for 12 hours.
3: Amazing. Wow. Oh.
1: Yeah, that sounds amazing.
3: That's brilliant. That,
1: yeah. oh, sounds great. The first batch I made was very very strong tea. <laughs> <laughs> I learned them. I, I left it too long, oh, yeah. oversteeping <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I give you strain out the leaves and then I was like, ooh, let me try this vodka. And I was like, just the tiniest sip. And I was like. Mm. I just bit for breaking tea. <laughs>
5: like, mm, mm, mm.
1: like my wife came and She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Give me a minute. Like I failed that role. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the has got yeah. to you, Yeah, no.
5: <laughs> Okay. But anyway, this is the thing yeah. that exists yeah.
0: that you can have and pretend like you're an elf. Anyway. Um, so, um, passes is around, and, like, after some things, you see him kind of, like, the way teachers signal to the class, okay, it's time to get serious, like, smile fades, he doesn't get, like, 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 aggressive or, or gloomy, but just, like, okay, now for serious talk. We must decide what to do with your stone. I... I do think that it has come to you for a reason, and it must be you who decides what is done with it. I do not think that it can stay here. It can... Well, we can petition for it to be sent west. You, can... you will need to make the case for whatever you decide. If you decide that it is removed from Middle-earth, that can be something that we ask. Mm -hmm. If you think it should be taken somewhere else, to be used for good, that is another option that can be. If you'd like help destroying it, that is something we would have to do research on (laughs) before (laughs) attempting, but that may also be something. I believe this is set to you, mm-hmm. and so I hesitate to give too much counsel in the matter, but it it either needs to be taken from the, what is the phrase that he, oh, the game board.
5: Mm
0: -hmm. as it were it needs to be completely removed or perhaps used strategically having it sit next to another of its kind seems a, a temptation and a waste for it cannot be used nor is it safe
3: where would we send it?
0: Uh, Rivendell perhaps or one of the other great elven kingdoms or if you think that there is you kind of gestures to Runa a kingdom of men who are deserving of such a thing uh, Gundor did have one many ages past although the kings have failed there are still strong men in those places uh, looks a little doubtful at that but you know mm. um, it it would be up to your wisdom to decide again it did not come to me it seems just kind of shrugs like in an incredibly casual gesture for an elf mm. it, it. after all these millennia and so many years missing for it just to come into your hands this way and even stranger still for you to Discover it hidden in the pearl. It has a link to you. He looks kind of sadly at Runa. It's kind of like a a link now that some of you have touched it that will never fade. Uh, But it must be your choice. Mm. This is not something that we need to make in haste.
1: So, timeline-wise, uh, the most prosperous dwarven stronghold is back at the Lonely Mountain now? Uh, like, they've moved back in now that the dragon's gone? They've and- moved
0: back in. They're still, like, setting up shop a little? Like, But, yes, that is a very prosperous dwarven kingdom. They have some... Uh, political issues a little bit with Brie, <laughs> like over who exactly owns the treasure in the mountain. <laughs> so there's a little bit of like back and forth debate on that. Um but they're like
1: Well that's it's not Bree, right? It's oh I'm sorry, not yeah, Bree. Yeah, um um right? Bart, Lake
0: town. town, yeah, Lake Town. Yeah. Um sorry, that's what I was looking at. The bar, the, bar your, yeah, where your your people are from. Yeah. Yeah. Um sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like there's a little back and forth. They're not like at war with each other. There's some scuffles. Um they do trade with each other a lot now. Um, now that the mountain is back, there's a lot of people coming through, specifically dwarves. Many people are trying to move back there, so that is probably the most well-known kingdom. And probably, think I again, dwarves aren't my specialty. Um, the one that has like a like true line of kings that has been chosen, like from that can trace their line back. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Thorin was killed in the Battle Five Armies. Um, but his nephew I have to Google that, sorry. Um He has some living relative. Yeah, there is it's like his like yeah, it's like a nephew. It's a little disconnected, but has who has actual blood of like can trace it back to Duran, etc. Um not direct line, but like so Kings. family King. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'd say that's probably the most well known.
1: Would it be helpful to have contact between another stronghold of a different type? That we could...
0: I... Kyrden like, K- realizes his presence is going to... May,
1: I, may okay. I ask what your intention is for the one you possess when you find it time to leave?
0: Oh, uh, when I return to west, or when I go to the west, I've never been there, when I go to the west, I will take it with me.
5: Huh. Mm-hmm.
1: So perhaps it would be good if we still had one so that we could remain in contact however far away you may be.
0: That is a, a fine thought, Master Porf. Whether Valinor lets that be so, or whether the Valar decide to shut it off completely, we do mm-hmm. not know. But it would be nice to kind of look back sometimes.
5: Hmm.
0: So, if it is their will.
5: Well.
3: There are also elven strongholds, as you've said, that while not um, as vast as some of the um, wealth of your people, Hannah, they have those who are very old and very
0: wise that might have good use of it. I think I will get us um, more drunk, yes. and he like very very clearly leaves to let you mm-hmm. talk amongst yourselves because mm-hmm. he does not. He he does act, believe that it is, needs to be your decision that the Vela have uh, the Valar have given this task to you. Um, and he does not want to uh, contaminate, for lack of a better word, uh, your decision. Sure.
5: Well,
1: I, I, I could see that, but isn't the goal of the remaining elves to eventually leave also?
3: Yes. Um, I I, If I'm honest, uh, my heart says to throw it into the sea.
1: Well, I mean, that's how we got into trouble with it in the first
4: place. Yeah. <laughs> if the Sikh would keep it <laughs> and not have it crawl upon the land again to attack, I would say you were right. I almost wonder if maybe it wasn't right where it was intended to be, although in the wrong hands. Hmm. What of the Dunedain? Hmm. What if it stayed in a numinous with them?
5: It
3: would make them an even greater target than they are already.
4: True, but perhaps they could protect it.
5: If Laren... uh,
2: If Laren's worries were justified and dark forces are marching for this, I don't know how I'd feel about leaving it in Anuminas with the dwindling numbers of the Dunedain.
4: There are so few. That is true. Strongholds, then.
2: Strongholds. But the strongholds of the dwarves, the strongholds of men, or the strongholds of the elves. Because the strongholds of the hobbits aren't going to do the job either.
3: (laughs) Though I, in my heart, believe that perhaps your people are the least corruptible by this. I can't even begin to imagine what kind of troubles
2: we would get with these six. <laughs> gossip is a strong thing. <laughs> and in a gossip saying... It's more a weapon than a tool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're a busybody hobbit? Taking the like the sackcloth bag
3: and yeah. just rubbing over it and
0: laughing <laughs> yeah. like, with the
3: uh, uh, crazy smile,
0: like eight hundred shadow damage because they're trying to spy on their neighbor and <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, "Show me the recipe oh for Mary
5: pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: what does she put in her rhubarb? Huh?
4: <laughs> 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 the darkness is just like, why is it all food? So <laughs> <laughs> How many meals do
1: these hobbits hum- have? The How many thing meals I have ever do hobbits
5: have a day? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I'm trying to learn something useful, but they're eating again.
5: <laughs> okay, here, here, here. Oh, that was the best thing ever. So good.
3: You see <laughs> the work. eye like, up on the tower, <laughs> It's looking around, and like it's just like forlorn <laughs> mouthpiece. Yeah, so You you in the volcano, the like lava underneath bubbles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It's> so That's what <great. laughs>
3: oh, so you get from getting rid of your body.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, perfectionist. Oh, oh, lord. All right. Okay.
3: I think it does actually elicit a laugh mm. out of Ireland. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, just yeah. Just cutting the very tense conversation. <laughs> Well,
1: any way we slice it, we'd have to pass through Rivendell to get to any of the other strongholds.
3: This is true.
1: Right? I think. Yeah. So, because I don't think Bree is up for the challenge.
4: Absolutely not.
1: And I, I... I, I don't think anywhere here mm. is.
3: There's about 200 too many ruffians, I think, in Bree. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes, at least.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, they might have be useful if something comes to attack the city. But... true. Yeah.
4: But I wouldn't trust it amongst them.
0: But your house is there, and you could, like, keep, keep it? it in my house. Yeah. That
4: is a thought that has occurred to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to like
0: put a little bit of the shadow yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: and flick that on you. Put it in the archive. Mm-hmm. You say there. Right?
5: Mm-hmm. Well,
3: we can travel east. Yes. And contemplate. Mm-hmm. And perhaps see what others might do with it. Because my true concern isn't can it be kept safe? It's who would wield it with ill intention and to seek the horrible things that I saw? Hmm.
1: Well, the I... only way to find out is to get there, I suppose.
2: Yeah, agreed. If we, we can take... make some stops along the way to reprovision.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That yeah. we can. That's a long journey. Tis, Tis.
4: Then towards
3: the Misty Mountains, Tim turn Tim Ladris.
0: um I'm just going to... Like, for just a moment, you you kind of remember the vision you had of the the green stone and that how you... Oh, like, that was sort of the direction that you're going to be heading. Like, the, the one you saw, like, in your... In, was it was the, the vision you saw, I think, from the ghost? Yeah, it was the dream. Yeah, 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 the dream, yeah, yeah, the dream mm-hmm. of the ghost, yeah. Like, we've had so many dreams. Yeah. Um, yes.
1: So much prophecy. Yeah, so oh, much.
0: Just, all of your prophecies get in line.
5: <laughs> you need to take care <laughs> of them. <you. laughs>
0: <laughs> One of you have to take notes, Hanar. Um, yeah, so that's just kind of like, oh, that pops into your mind. <clears throat> sure.
5: Well...
1: I I have a strange request before we leave. Yes. Do you think it would be impossible for us to take a few hours and see what one of these ships can do? (laughs) I also have never been on the sea. I've seen it, but...
3: could see if there's a ship we could use. even a small one
1: not not one of the sacred ships but yeah. there have to be little skiffs or something right
3: i'm certain that i could find us a ship <laughs> that would be delightful yeah
0: and not that he was listening in but kirden just happens to walk in right then when you're done with your important conversation and talking about ships <laughs> uh-huh. 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 definitely was not listening to your entire conversation at, at all, all. Um, and uh... oh oh you're finished with your conversation uh, oh would you like to uh, perhaps take a ride around the harbor uh, Absolutely. that would be delightful The my friends would
3: I didn't do so well last time well, you don't have to be the one sailing it this time.
0: I will take you myself, Master Hobbit.
2: We went. Whoa! whoa. When I hear Master Hobbit, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I can't say no to that, I suppose. I look to you, and I talk. You know, I think back to the conversations that we've had in the past, mm. um, and then I look to Runa. You're
1: looking okay.
2: She's looking excited. Okay. She's yeah.
4: like, "Is can I go in the sea?" From the boat. Yes. (laughs) Yes!
3: Well, that is actually how I drank the salt water.
4: Oh, not on purpose. No. Oh, I see. We've all
3: done it.
2: (laughs) And I'll look to you, Hannah,
1: and you look like you're feeling pretty good about this. I like the idea of a boat. I don't know about (laughs) swimming. In the sea,
3: is like, I see peril. Let's make it more <laughs> peril.
4: <laughs> what if I got out of the boat?
1: <laughs> Where are the most
2: shark-infested waters?
4: Is there um, something I can fight in the water?
1: <laughs>
2: I Any mean, one of those, those giant <laughs> anglerfish—they must swim out there in in, in schools right now. Oh uh, okay, if I you will take them
1: out, and they can't become another monster.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll turn to you, and I will I will give a little sigh. All right, all right. Well, I cannot resist such a gracious invitation.
0: Um, very well. He like grins and he kind of like gives a a secret little wink to Erland's. Like, we'll take him on a good show. It'll be yeah. great. <laughs> um, so uh, takes you down and uh, walks you back down to the um, uh, the same way he brought you back up. He, he he's walking you down to the docks. Did you want to stop by the? Well, I Do mean, only... I could
1: take care of that on our way out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't hold up the group.
0: Okay. Um, like, okay, everybody. Hold, hold on. One on. <laughs> minute. <Stop> your <laughs> generosity, <laughs> but yep. I really need to make a stop. Yeah. Um, walks you down, walk, walks down the docks like he owns it. Mm-hmm. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> shocking, right? Um, and uh, walks down to the very far end. And then on the left is a ship that um, actually no one's on at the moment. And it looks absolutely complete. It's like waiting to go. Um We do often uh you know, take them for short, you know, tests about. They don't test these. They know they're made well. But yeah, that's <laughs> <don't know. laughs> <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's obviously he's trying to come up with a reason why it's yeah, fine for you to them ride a on. The... Down, yeah. yeah. Um and he uh looks around and he like gives out a whistle but like a loud like perfectly on pitch whistle though um without like putting his hands in his mouth or any of that just like and um like but like a pretty pretty note um, and a bunch of elves stop what they're doing and come like running down and they and he kind of not uh like gestures his head and nods towards the the ship on the left and they like immediately jump to they're like prepping everything um and then, like almost all of them, like leave the ship. You notice that, like, this is a pretty, pretty large ship, but it only takes, like, it's designed for like one or two people to be mm. able to control the whole thing. It's mostly for passion passengers. Um, so he himself, like, he, he kind of like pushes his sleeves up a little bit, <laughs> and you see, like, he's still in really great shape. Yeah. <laughs> like,
5: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and he has this um like drape on his his shoulder that looks like it's like completely just like like ornamental. Um, he takes it and he pulls it and he wraps it like around his beard. Um, and he kind of ties it at the end so that it doesn't like get caught on things while he's climbing and while he's like pulling on the ropes. Um, and uh, yeah, he gestures you to come aboard. Uh, he shows you, like he explains to each one of you, the areas that you probably—I mean, obviously not you, Ireland. He, he knows I get you to know. work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just it's just Ireland and uh, and um, Kirden, like sailing this pretty large ship, um, and uh, yeah, and he so it pulls off. Um, you've never been on a ship before, but it's like incredibly smooth. You can feel the breeze, um, and it it. Rocks kind of in the water. there's not big waves. The harbors mm-hmm. incredibly calm., um, but there's a little bit of a rocking motion. Um, and without even like shouting to each other, Erland and Kierden like <laughs> like just are just running this ship and like like eye contact and things happen at exact the same moments. and it speeds up and you're just it feels like like the smoothest, quickest ride. Um, and, and as you're sailing around, you look down into the water. Um, and it's, like, the bluest blue. Um, and as you look back at the city, you can see, like, it's almost like a thousand eyes turned towards the west. And you're kind of, like, almost feel for a moment, like, looking back from the west at the the city and the harbor behind you. It's, like, you kind of feel, like, that anticipation. And you, for a moment, you kind of capture the, what it feels like to leave. Um, you know, and to, to this is what the elves see before they leave. Like, this is it. That's the last thing they see. Um, Any others? You know, the seabirds are crying out as they go. And some dolphins, like, jump by the waves. You go, you just, you kind of, you mostly stay in the harbor. You go um, a little bit out of the harbor and get some, like, real waves a little bit. But he comes back very quickly and brings you back to the dock after probably, like, a nice, like, 45 minutes. Just a little experience. Um, And, uh... Uh, When you get back to the dock, he's like, if you'd like to dive in, this is one of the best swimming Mm -hmm. locations. Oh, absolutely. Erland jumps off before you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The ship is tied off. Erland is in the
0: water. Yeah. (laughs) She's surprised. Erland just like dives in after you. (laughs) And she kind of like grins at the dwarf and the hobbit. Yeah, I'm good.
2: I'm good. That's plenty for me. I'm gonna grab, actually, like, um, uh, a, a, you know, like a sheet of paper, and I'm gonna start drawing the stuff that I saw in the water, like dolphins. What the heck are
5: those? <laughs> yeah, That's <a> huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Big... yeah. a family for a couple of weeks. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know grams. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, we'll end there for tonight. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll pick up uh, the next. Uh, session kind of with like your final decision, um, you know, preparation for what you're going to do. Um, yeah, we I do want to have a council soon. So yeah, kind of yeah, depending yeah. on exactly what you want to do, um, like we might have a council here before you leave, or when you arrive in Rivendell, probably be like mm, the big mm-hmm. council moment. Hey, we have a dangerous thing. You want to keep it? Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's fine. Hey, we're really sorry, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, brought you something. Yeah. Yep. yeah.
3: It's just a pearl. Just don't don't undo the clasp.
5: Do
3: <laughs> oh, not open. actual job is the receiver of very dangerous and important things.
0: <laughs> Seems like it. Yeah. yeah. He's like. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. Anything anyone wants to do or add to the story before we end tonight?
4: Um, can we have a scene of Ranyar on the bow of the boat with the, his floofs in the wind, yeah. just majestically? Yes,
0: yes, yes. Spray very. gray hitting Ranyar's <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Loving every
2: moment of it.
5: Uh,
0: and uh, I do want to add, like, like Kieran's like kind of looking at Ranyar, mm-hmm. and like when Ranyar notices I he dogs. Know, oh, <laughs> thanks, Yuri. Um, it was for a really long time. Yeah, it was. Like I, I did the <laughs> lean back and I pressed oh. the button. The <laughs> um. And uh, I don't know if any of you, maybe Erlen, you might be the only one who notices, he's kind of like, to each one of you, just in like casual conversation, asks you a little bit about Lairon. Mm. It's like, so what a fortune teller? How did you meet a fortune teller? Mm. Like very casual. Like not prying in any way. Like like just a little bit of of kind of gathering information about Mm. that. So the audience kind of sees like all these individual conversations and puts it together. Whether you are gonna realize that as individual characters, he's very subtle about it. <laughs> he said thousands of years to practice like quietly. Among getting, elves. Yeah, among elves of getting information. He is uh huh. chill about it. Um, but yeah. And uh yeah, that's where we will end and we'll pick up here, still in the Grey Havens next week. Um, all right. Uh Thank you so much for joining us for Session 11 of the Unsung Tales. Um, I'd like to thank our chat mods for their very hard work tonight. And thank you also to our amazing patrons who keep us ad-free and independent. All the money that you give us uh, goes back to making a better product, uh, getting better cameras, paying the electricity bill, things like that, because we're a not-for-profit channel. So thank you for all your amazing work. and making everything better and making us letting us play games that we want to play and not having to worry about uh, ads or pleasing publishing companies or any of that stuff um, we game for the love of it and that's because you you help us do that um, if you want to join their amazing ranks you can go to happyjacks.org patreon and uh, let's go around and reintroduce ourselves and say where you're at this week Let's start right here
4: Hello, uh, I'm Sam. I have played Runa of Bree, your resident troublemaker and climber of things. <laughs> um, you can find me on the internets at RedPandroid on most of the socials. Um, I'll be here every Monday playing this delightful game. Um, and generally, other than that, you can just check out costumes I make, dog pictures of my cute dog, and occasionally I post thirst tweets about monsters. party yep. <laughs> Yep.
3: That's <laughs> uh, Hi, everybody. I am Kai. I've been Erland, the very nervous elf. Um, and you can find me on all social media platforms as Estelle of Imladris. Funny. Um, <laughs> that that, that name
0: sounds familiar. Weird mm-hmm.
3: to say. Um, and you can find me um, here next week. Actually, this is my only show this week, but I'm very excited that tomorrow. The trailer for the web series that I was the costume designer for called The Party, which is about a bunch of friends that play tabletop games together, um, drops tomorrow. So you can follow that at *Party Web Series* on all social media platforms, and it's gonna be just a hoot. Um, and then I also dropped a new episode of the podcast that I am in and produce, help produce, um, called The Lore Brewery. Uh, we dropped a new episode yesterday, for our ongoing fairy tale 5e adventure far far away where we see what's uh, at the top of a tower that we've been sent to in a fairy tale game uh, <laughs> yep uh, so yeah you can listen to that and all of our other episodes on all um, all podcasting platforms ever anywhere and you can find us at lore brewery on all social media platforms yeah, lots for me very cool.
2: Hi everybody. I'm Jay, and I played Sausage Brandy Bottom. Um, I published like three things last week. Ooh, um, nice. I, I got my Fishblade game uh, just right. You know, a couple like a day or two or before the deadline. Okay. Uh, and so yes, High Titer the fishinging, okay. runs off a new <laughs> Taltrop engine. <laughs> um, you know, I'm trying to, I'm basically trying to get people to roll D4s by the fistful. Yeah. Um, yeah so that. yeah, so that's one. Uh, my second release was a, is a, um, a D&D spell jammer adventure called Monkey King. It's on the DMs Monkey. Guild. Uh, and then the third release is a game called On Death's Errand for um, Nine Lives to Valhalla it's yeah. that just got released with the new Nine Lives um, third-party license. Yay. Uh, and that's on uh, jafrica.itch.io. Nice. Uh, you can find me on the socials. Um, uh, Transplant Asian on Instagram, jafrica, at jafrica everywhere else. Uh, and yeah, again, looking forward to Coming back here next week and and taking that long walk to Rivendell.
0: (laughs) Um, And heads up, if you want to get Nine Lives to Valhalla, the game about heavy metal cats like using their nine lives to make it to Valhalla. Hello? It's amazing. And that's a friend of the pod, uh, Gem Room Games. And they're awesome. They were our indie designer of the month like two months ago. Um, And they're amazing. GemRoomGames.com.
1: Nah, uh-huh. my turn. Yes. Surprise! Uh-huh. <laughs> I somehow internalized the super drunk uh, um, Orson Welles uh-huh. from the champagne commercial. Look him up on YouTube. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Where like, he's just is like asleep because <laughs> he's drunk and he's just asleep. And then he hears the director go action. He goes, Nah, champagne. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Great. <laughs> anyway,
1: uh, I'm Kadaev. Uh You can find me online at C.A. Sith Lord all over the place. Um, I I know I've said it two weeks in a row and it hasn't happened because life keeps punching uh, every day. Yeah. But uh, this week if it doesn't happen everybody here is invited to throw dice at me. No, uh, no. Uh, because I, I want to do it and it's going to happen. I'll get back to streaming some Dave the Diver on Twitch, and uh, I want to know what happens. There's (laughs) a (laughs) Kraken! Yeah, there's a Kraken, there's like undersea civilization that I want to figure out more about. (laughs) Merfolk, I don't know what's happening down there. it's a lot, there's a lot, so I need to know. Um, And yeah, I'll I'll do that this week, 100%. Ah, Very good.
0: Um, I'm Kimmy, uh, she, her, and I will be here on Friday for our advice show. I will be here on Sunday for our demigods campaign, Going Platinum, uh, where I play a guitar lead sing, uh, guitar playing, lead singing, warrior perfectionist that is not actually just me, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Um, <laughs> to I play electric mandolin, it's totally different than guitar, so it can't be me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and uh, I will be here next Monday. Also running this game. Um, you can find me at Golden Lasso Girl all over the internet. Uh, I have like car- like like actual Decima decks. Oh my god!
5: That are going to be for
0: sale as soon as I get like ten minutes to update the stock number on my website. So if you go to GoldenLassoGames.com, you can actually order real Decima decks. They are stunning. They have art by Samantha. Um, and they're beautiful. Um, the only difference is they don't have like the gold leaf that was just special for the Kickstarter. They have just beautiful yellow. It's mm-hmm. still stunning and amazing. Um, and they're just they're just so beautiful. They're amazing. So yeah, check that out. Um, help me pay off the credit card debt that I went into to get them pu- get them produced. Uh, that's how indie gaming works. Yeah. <laughs> but they're beautiful, and you guys should
3: actually do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> <should> do that. <laughs> So uh, and it's yeah, a great game. It is. It's a very good game, and there's a bunch of actual plays if you want to go back and uh, and look at them. They're they're pretty cool, and it works with any system and a bunch of stuff. There's a whole spiel. Just go look goldenlustygames.com, and yeah, we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay.
0: Bye, guys. Bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.